children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. This is a special request. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it... Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Adam Dunn is hanging out in California being a professor. I'm your co-host, Mitch Shinasa. Bike's not here. The kid's here with me. Yep. And we got Joe Canapoo back in the studio. Howdy. Uh, if you're hanging in this early, you got the memo. We just learned how to post times and stuff. Uh, looks Don't like we generalize got s- as we. There's no we to this. Did you know how to do it? You knew how to do it. We've been doing it on time for the past year and a half now. Post so. times? We just learned how to post times. Oh, Mitch, 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 Mitch. Anyway, we got Joe here. We're going to talk about pests, fungus, the other gross things that Joe likes to talk about. Um, I guess we, uh, who, do, who am I going to ask how their week was? Kid, how was your week? My week was really good. Tell me about it. Um, so we got a, uh, uh, a text from Jason yesterday. So congratulations to the guys at, uh, at Dark Horse in Denver. Um, uh, we just got our licenses cleared. So Extracted will be up and running alongside with the new Black Sheep Extracts and uh, Dark Horse doing their... Uh, seed production and concentrate production um, so we'll be taking orders as soon as September 28th at 11.30pm 11.30am so uh, that was good that's good news that was cool that's very exciting news so what, what's going to be going on there um, so I think uh, if I'm not mistaken Jason is going to be producing uh, some of his seeds and uh, then they're going to be using some of the stuff uh, for processing for the, the butane dark horse genetics uh, concentrates Dark Horse or Black Sheep? Well, it'll be Black Sheep is going to be running in inside of the facility, but I'm assuming that it's going to be getting put out as a Dark Horse product, if I'm not mistaken. I got you. Um, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean, mine will have, you know, my logos will have uh, powered by Dark Horse Genetics on the on the bottom of them. So we'll be doing the solventless rosin uh, out of their facility. So we'll be doing, you know, some chatter rosin and wax rosin and, you know, terp rosin. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good stuff. And then he's, of course, going to be Speaking of terp rosin. breeding his seeds. Do we have that email set up? Because I have some of the rosin you gave me. Yeah, I'd like to try some of that for sure. I would like to try some of that. You gave it to me. My week was awesome because it was my birthday. Oh, yeah. Ryan and Kyle threw me a pretty cool party. party. They got the Mayweather fight. Want Mayweather dominate as usual. You were rooting against him. You were going to bet against him, actually. Mm -hmm. Make excuses. Speaking of bets, I did lose a bet on. Facebook, I bet that Mayweather was going to go for and successfully get the knockout. He did go for it, didn't get it. I owe a pack of Dark Horse seeds out. And those will be going out, I assure it. Uh, kids getting the email set up. Joe, how was your week, bud? You might as well be the bike. Man, I had a great week, actually. Tell, um, tell me a little bit about your week. Get, get a little closer to the mic. Get a little, get a little in there. Um, yeah, uh, so a lot's <laughs> been happening, I guess, kind of around the same time that I came on the show. Um, Isn't that weird how that works? Yeah. You come on the show and all of a sudden all people want to talk to you. No, I've, I've I've been working towards doing my own thing uh, since day one, really. But it's all kind of coming together. Just 
it's getting they're making it harder and harder to survive as just a grower and just well fuck yeah but well in colorado they don't want you selling your herb to anybody that's not your patient for any money well they don't want you selling to even to your patients for money you can't have you can't get money for your herb uh, you can't extract your uh, material you can't c- make concentrates so it's it's becoming complicated and um i've been getting more exposure into opcs and um I, i've been making more friends and helping more people in their garden and sharing uh different varietals around town with friends and trying to preserve some of this stuff and i'm 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 really uh fighting an uphill battle with it all so i've been trying to figure out ways to get into business for myself and help people at the same time so over the last couple months i've been exposed to some really cool products and all all american made stuff and really what i like to think of as special and unique and cutting edge and all these people are coming out of the woodwork my partner and i have lots of connections in the industry from going to cannabis cups and going to uh you know the emerald cup and conventions like max yield and uh for years and years and throughout all these people we've met we've been able to kind of create an alliance um certain companies that meet the criteria criteria that we want to keep um locally owned and operated um transparent um friendly to the planet um providing jobs to our our community and uh just very special and unique and helping gardeners these are most of these guys are growers helping growers so that's kind of where i'm able to help more people that's kind of my vision so it's all coming together kind of cool so that's a good week yeah good week that's a good week kids back got the email set up i guess this means i gotta get the rosin out yeah. kid you want to drive the ship on pulling the rosin out of my backpack because adam can't talk yeah 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 um i mean what what, what would you like to discuss i mean where, where do you want to that go? is the worst filler ever you got to have some direction but well, well that's, i'm asking what you're the host what direction would you like to go would you like to talk right. about what rosin you're pulling out right now go I, ahead i don't know Take i don't remember you, what you i gave go. you go let's well, get a shameless plug in there. was it a I don't remember what it was. Is it a Blue Dream There was unfortunately mix or a little Blue, Blue Dream, Dream headband mix. Huh. But it was nice. You guys love Blue I, Dream. I thought you squirted a little bit of that that uh the birthday cake? No, the OJ. There might be some OJ in there too. Not positive. So I haven't opened That's this up since Saturday. Flower run though. Flower it's not run. Oh, it's flower squish. Flower squirted. 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 Flower so how'd you make squirts. this stuff? Uh, I mean, that was just... just Let me say one thing about rosin. This is what I love about rosin. It's what I love about a lot of what you're doing, too, Joe. I love it any time that something comes out that takes... As you were saying specifically, they don't want you extracting at home. Right? Right. Boom. It's all you, not all safe. You, all you really need is a hair is a hair straightener and parchment. There's better Correct. ways to do it. Yeah. There's certainly, especially in an industrial scale, much better ways much to better do ways. it. You can heat up but a dab tool with a torch and do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, there's definitely some that you OJ gotta be in crafty. Mm-hmm. That still well. smells so good, though. Yeah, it does. Give Joe a sniff, and then where's that dabber? Um, Let's do the Pepsi so, challenge. So yeah, so that was that was just run with flour. Um, so that was pressed at about 300 30. degrees for about four seconds. 
um, under just about 2,000 pounds of pressure, maybe a little bit less than that since the, the press isn't really, like, bolted down. Sure. Um, so we're probably I – mean, once the once the new press comes in, I'm looking for a dabber for you, but I've never had Joe, one. where's that uh, pencil, pencil dabber? Oh, I got a Sherbert knockoff. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so once we have the press in the Dark Horse facility that's arriving shortly, that'll be pressing, um, you know, flower runs still up around that 280 temperature, but it'll be getting more of the 2,000 pounds. So you're going to be pressing hash and your dry sift down at 150 to 175 degrees. So you're going to lower the temperature and raise the pressure. Significantly, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to preserve terpene content and it's going to preserve stability. I mean, even if you press really bad keef that comes out dark no matter what what temperature you press it at the lower temperatures that you get it just becomes almost annoying to even have to deal with because you, it, it pops off the paper like broken pieces of glass um and then of course anything that comes out a little bit too oily we just we'll just run it through a through a vacuum oven at shatter temps you know around like 103 or so for uh, an hour or two and it'll just evaporate out any of the moisture that's left in there so the only thing that keeps that oily unlike bho is it's just moisture in your product it's just water that yeah keeps if you're pressing like from this. from water hash there's going to be some moisture in that if so you're i'm going to take a little teeny dab or just a little, little taster we don't have a carb cap there's got to be something you can use as a carb cap though i got a grinder that'll work all right let me have a bigger dab then kid Let's do it. So yeah, that's why I like rosin. I like uh, I like the fact that you can you can do it at home. There's really nothing they can do to stop you. It's safe. It's effective. I no, like anything no that gripe. democratizes any centralized power authority. Right. Yeah, or we're trying resources. to free the plant. You know what I mean. And the more people that can grow it themselves, it just empowers everyone, and it kind of takes away all the bullshit. And yeah, the, you don't need all this control. And mm-hmm. if if that's the curveball they want to throw, then we're going to play ball. We have to, but it's not necessary. That was a hot dab. It was. I didn't even it still tastes nail. good. The nail was at like 760. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck had it set that high. Adam. That's true. He loves that CBD. Captain Hot Nail. Loves that CBD flavor, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, looking forward to it. So we'll be able to start taking processing here in two weeks for medical dispensaries only. Um, but we'll be doing processing everything from we can run your flowers, we can do trim, um, we can pollinate the trim and, and run it as When he says pollinate, it's because he's working with a European on making keef. Right. It's it's just what they're Don't essentially calling dry it. Sift. You keef it, dry sift it, whatever tumble, you want to call it, tumble dry. Yeah. But you... Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, you can take the tumble and press that as well, or, or even old bubble hash that you have sitting on your shelf that's half a year old that you can't seem to sell. You, you can press that up. Nope. No, nope. Yeah, I mean, like a, a tumbler is good, but I mean, you, I, I'm gonna like mine will be mine will be uh, at a cold temperature for sure, uh, just so I don't have to incorporate. If Morgan dry Freeman ice, was going cool. to to describe how your tumbler would work, how would he describe it? I can't describe. Well, I mean, the tumbler, how the tumbler works. Anybody, I'm just not going to describe how I'm going sure, to but use it. If Morgan Freeman were to describe Morgan it, Morgan Freeman would do a great job. How would that sound? Uh, can I take my dab first and get real high, and then maybe <clears throat> later on in the show we can we can do some personal? Sure, you, you you just pull it out. I'm all looking right, for right, it. I will. If you just let me, you gotta let me do it on my own time. That's fine. When I find it relevant, otherwise I, it's not I funny. understand. <laughs> Uh, we're gearing up here. We got about fifty in the chat room, so we're gonna get rolling. Let the kid take his dab. Well, oh, I mean, I I, I you don't have to pull it yet, kid, because well, I don't got it. Okay, no pulling the trigger. No, not yet. I still got to get it lined up. You like these jars, though? I just put these up for sale on Dark Horse. They're cool, right? Do they all say extracted on Dark all Horse? of them? Say extracted. Yeah, so all of them say extracted. So if you buy the jar, it's gonna say extracted. It says extracted on like, extracted Colorado on the top of it. Yeah. 
So you can get them for free in some dispensaries, but you got to pay for them. On well, no, you can just buy them as like extra little fillers for your for your order. I mean, it's I if you go to a dispensary, you get it for free if you buy the gram, but your gram is incorporating the price of this jar. So, so no, technically that jar is never free. You you pay a fraction of a penny for that jar every time. So, um, people buy jars at head shops all the time. Just up there, it's just it's a convenient jar, man. Okay, I like it. So what's what makes it cool? There's a lot of head shops here, man. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a they're, shit ton of fucking head shops. Fucking everywhere. All right, let's throw it up to some people in the chat room. Uh, Irock's in the chat room. Irock, you know what? For my birthday, I just pulled the last piece of your flow OG out of the freezer. Puffed it in a jar. Um, I'll be honest. I did not actually judge the competition, but if I had, I probably would have put it in first place. Yeah. that's. I, I smoked them both on my birthday, and obviously they've been sitting in a jar in a freezer since April. You wouldn't have put the 9% Skittles in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I believe I appropriately discarded the Skittles when approached with it, it in my in judgment. Our, it was in our... Smash the trash pile, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, Skills. I'm good. What's rosin though? It's different than dabs, right? It's it like is, a hash hot. No, oh, don't give him anything that's want, concentrated. I want to taste it. It's a baby one. No, I was on three hours of sleep last time I was here. Oh, sure. That's the main thing. I was I repotted a room like all night long. It took forever. That's what happens. Now you need to come up with something that's a solution to that. An invention or a product that takes care of that for you. That takes care I, of up potting? Yeah, I guess no-till. I think the more uh, the more human touch you have with your plants, the better. And as long as you ha- you're working with people with like good energy and good intentions and they know what they're doing and they're gentle and they take care of the plant, I think that's important. That interaction with people, it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship, I think. Fair point. Yeah, I think that... That's a good thing. <laughs> I love but seeing people utilize home necessities to be able to uh, increase productivity in their grow. Like the other day, I just saw a picture of a guy who, instead of instead of five gallon pots, he just got five gallon buckets. Home D buckets, like drilled the, else? Right, drilled the holes in them. You know, made it legit. That's and new then, to you? Well, no, no, no. But then he just put those buckets on individual little wheels. On casters. So, That's so new to you? Well, no. But seeing each individual <laughs> plant. On, on casters, casters in a room is just interesting to see that people are just like fuck doing this shit. I can just go out and get buckets and drill holes in it. Yeah, we're sure. smart and, man. And it's a weed. Put it in yeah. there. There's, it's awesome. There are lots of advantages to changing up. Pull the trigger. Oh, now now you're ready. Whenever you want to be ready. That's how bank robberies work. Shout out to everyone grinding at the Black Friday of dispensaries because Colorado's cannabis taxes go up in a smoke for a day today. Today, I believe, yes. yeah. Legal quirk prompts U.S. state to suspend most taxes on recreational cannabis for the day. Uh, let's see what it says here. An accounting error is paying off for marijuana users in Colorado where a quirk in the law has prompted the U.S. state to suspend most taxes on recreational cannabis for the day. The one-day tax holiday means Colorado will not collect 10% sales tax on cannabis. It is also suspending 15% excise tax on marijuana growers. i got to make a phone call. The tax break is happening because Colorado underestimated overall state tax collections last year. Under the state constitution, the accounting error triggers an automatic suspension of any new taxes. In this case, the recreational marijuana taxes voters approved in 2013. Retailers hoping for the big crowds are rolling out bargains to attract shoppers. The taxes revert to 25% on Thursday. (coughs) 
Wednesday's tax break comes a day after Colorado finalized its accounts for the fiscal year that ended in June. The figures covered the first full fiscal year in which over 21s could legally buy marijuana and alcohol. Alcohol excise tax collections were up 2.4% to about $42 million. Marijuana-specific taxes were about $70 million. The figures do not include a statewide 2.9% sales tax. In other words, alcohol probably produces more overall tax money than cannabis, though the state does not keep data on how much general sales tax comes from alcohol. Recreational cannabis is taxed much more steeply than alcohol. News, news, news. Got to make their money. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I believe the end of that. There's definitely no way that alcohol makes more money in taxes than we've made. News, news, news. Well, we're definitely charging more. Yacht carrying 10 tons of cannabis almost sunk off coast of Spain. Spanish customs officers have seized some 10 tons of cannabis from a yacht off the country's southern coast. Spanish customs officers have seized... Well, that's pretty much what that just said. <laughs> 10 tons of cannabis from a yacht off the country's southern coast and arrested three Dutch suspects on board. The finance ministry said on Monday... The boat, flying under a Dutch flag, was at serious risk of sinking due to the size of its cargo, the ministry said. It was intercepted on Saturday about 60 miles southwest of Almeria. The drugs took up all the available space aboard, including on the cabin's beds and floors, ministry statement said. The Dutch crew member, two men, and a woman have been charged with smuggling and endangering public health. In July, Spanish police seized 17.3 tons of hashish resin on a merchant ship near the southern port of Malaga. Uh, what else we got? That's what we got. That's about it. News, news, news. Mm. I gotta find what page it was on. What? I found it, though, so it's okay. Scientists use yeast to brew THC. Chemicals usually found in cannabis could lead to better HIV and cancer drugs. Hyacinth Bio is the company involved. Uh, our buddy Matt Brown was involved with uh, possibly this exact group uh, up in Canada, so we'll try to get him on. An active ingredient typically found in cannabis has been genetically engineered in the lab for the first time. Scientists in Germany have created a strain of yeast that makes the plant's primary psych psychoactive chemical tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC. They believe the breakthrough will lead to more effective and easier to manufacture cancer and HIV drugs, and now hope to perfect the technique. Yeast is a tiny bacteria and is used to make bread rise and produce in beer. Researchers at the Technical University of Dortmund in Germany and a firm Hyacinth Bio have now found a way to genetically engineer a strain of this bacteria to produce THC. The yeast needs to be placed in just the right conditions in order for them to make THC, and even then the quantity is exceptionally small. Although a significant breakthrough, this still means that cannabis plants are by far the best producer of the psychoactive molecule. This is something that could literally change the lives of millions of people, Kevin Chief, chief executive of Hyacinth Bio, told the Times. People keep asking about it, a researcher added, but there's bigger potential there than just making a beer. The newly engineered yeast could not only enable scientists to produce THC and can cannabidiol more easily, but could also help them understand how the compounds work. So that's pretty cool. Yeast that makes, maybe we can make weed bread. I don't know. Weed <coughs> bread. Weed bread, news, news, news. Study says German youths increasingly consuming cannabis. Yeah. And the number of German adults using cannabis has climbed sharply, according to a study by the country's health education agency. Some officials say it's a sign that better deterrent programs are needed. Well, this is probably going to be like a douchey article. Yeah. Kind of. 
Yeah, well, more Germans are smoking cannabis. Probably won't be another Holocaust there. <laughs> less Holocaust. Let more weed, less Holocaust. Uh, news, news, news. Because this one's actually kind of shocking, especially for Fox News. I got to be honest. This is a cannabis drug shows promise in treating schizophrenia, which is interesting because the UK is always trying to say that cannabis causes schizophrenia. But experimental cannabis drug for treating schizophrenia developed by UK-based GW Pharmaceuticals has been, was found to be superior to placebo in a mid-stage trial. The company's UK-listed shares jumped 12.5%, while US-listed shares were up 10%. Worth mentioning because they pay so much money well, sure. to Fox. It's sure. just, like, worthless. Uh, the drug, cannabidiol, that's just CBD, but written out, was tested in 88 patients with schizophrenia who had failed to respond to antipsychotic medication. During the trial, patients remained on their antipsychotic medication and received doses of either cannabidiol or placebo, the company said in a statement. GW is testing its cannabis drugs for a number of indications, including cancer-related pain and epilepsy. Marijuana, which is the dried bud of the cannabis plant, is illegal under U.S. federal law, but is allowed for medical use in about half the country's states. Interest in the medical effects of cannabis have been spurred recently by the legalization of recreational marijuana shops in Colorado and Canada's move to create a federally regulated mar- medical marijuana industry. News, news, news. Adam wants to know where Bike's at. I want to know where Bike's at, too. <laughs> if anyone's heard from Bike... We want to know he's okay. News, 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 Hey, can we touch on that last thing? Sure, get at? down. No, not Bike. Um... So the thing about uh, GW Pharmaceutical and isolating this compound. Um, this kind of just tastes like apple juice with ice in it. Yeah, that's I probably think all it is. Think, I think I just got apple juice, maybe a little sugar in it. Uh, I, everybody knows that uh, cannabis works the best when it's a whole plant medicine, right? And right. Just <clears> like food, you know, whole plant nutrition, whole foods, it's the best. Um, God, my lemonade. Oh, is that what it is? It tastes like uh, apple juice. Yard man lemonade. Fancy. Thanks, bro. You can't even identify it, right? Why it is actually it? really good. He said apple. I smell everything. Don't like do that. You don't do, do that, he says. Don't smell things before yeah, I give them to you. You smell everything, right? Like You don't always do smell it. No matter what it is. Give a good smell. That's mine. All right, I got something for you. Adam's on here, so we'll all leave right now. CZ. CZ, if you're, yeah. if you're there, you yeah. should swing by the studio. You want something to drink, bro? I think sure. I did lemonade. Thanks, man. That'd be great. It's delicious. Thank you, Paul. No Appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah, so on the pepper pot, bringing us some lemonade. It doesn't taste like apple juice. You're lying. You're lying. It tastes delicious. All Wait, right. They have a fruit punch in Jamaica that, I forget the name of the brand, but it's a Jamaican awesome. brand. It's so Tell good, though. Tell the same story again. Well, no, but you have to really think. It's like, it's it's legitimate fruit juice. Like, it's not any bullshit. You read the back of the packaging, and it's just it's just fruit juice. That's really it, and some sugar, and that's it. But it's so good, and you can't get it anywhere else, and I can't remember the name of it, but I, uh, they, I think Jamaica's make good juice. Have you ever had Pog? Mm-mm. I've never had the actual drink. I've had the, the Pogs. Just go to Hawaii and yeah. hang out and get a Pog juice. What is it, papaya, orange, guava? Yeah, man, it's it'll change your life. I'd, I'd live there just for that. Yeah, it's good, but uh, it, it works good with everything. All right, let's. Do you want to do one more news? News? Nah, no more news. Nah. Let's get down to the meat of the show here. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. All right. So I've been talking. We did a show with Joe two, three weeks ago. The response was huge. 
Um, got, oh, I think, I'm over 5,000 views at this point, which is pretty big for just a few weeks. Um, Joe had a lot to say, but uh, was a little too dabbed out. And immediately <laughs> said, hey, can I come back and, and do another one? We finally found the time for it uh, as soon as possible because the demand seemed to be coming from both ways. So what we tr- decided to do this time was sort of organize Joe's thoughts. We, we spoke a little about his approach to keeping a garden clean and healthy. And we kind of broke it down into three phases. We touched on it. Yeah. What's that? We touched on we it. We touched on it. Yeah, but it's, it's complicated, but I mean, you're, if your garden isn't properly engineered and you're constantly battling all these things, and I see it all the time in gardens here in Colorado, they're poorly engineered and everything's ass backwards and pretty much most of these gardens are fucked, a majority of them. Uh, as far as mitigating mold, um, but there are ways to save them, right? That's the control portion. Of course, right? there are. That it takes a lot of work and it's expensive, and a lot of these guys are, are, uh, you know, we are making money for the state and for the people, and uh, everybody's selling cannabis. But there are people that are really upside down, and it's hard to make big changes to your gardens. And uh, I, I understand that, but there's still a lot to do. There's many many things we can do about it but so we kind of were able to break it down paul see i didn't like it at all man um there are there are a lot of things we can do and we can break that down into three phases there's prevention which is doing the right thing engineering it the right way setting up the right systems before you start making sure you don't have problems or minimizing any problems you do have there's maintenance which is what you got to do to keep the systems running, uh, keeping things, you know, regularly in tune. Of course. And then, of course, when problems do happen, you have to be able to control. And and that's that's the the final and most serious thing. So I'm going to say right now, for people who are listening to this later on recording, if you have a problem right now and you need to know how to control that problem per Joe's recommendations, call in. Well, definitely, you're going to be able to call in in the control problem uh, section. We got Skype up and running, right, bud? So we got the Skype running so we can take your specific calls. But if you're just listening on recording, skip to the end, and you'll get to the part about solving problems. But we're going to talk yeah. more in general up front about how to keep it from so that problem is controllable. Um, so with that, I kind of want to introduce the, the topic then of prevention. You know, what do you, to you, Joe, what is the main... Uh, most important steps in prevention prevention of all problems and when we're talking all problems we're talking pests we're talking pests being all, any insect problem any fungus or mold based problem and then any disease based problem as well right of course um, I mean obviously having a, your room sealed would be ideal uh, uh, and in many cases uh, people are bringing in fresh air and filtering it and mixing it with Oh, you want to get in on that? Just of course, he wants to get in. I got here. don't. I got weed for you too. You, here you go. Yeah, that's that's how that's how you. That's I got a crutch right here too. Yeah. How you pay for the drink and the. Uh, that's what the juice yeah, costs. Please help yourself. Call um, it the juice tax. That's the juice tax. So a, lot, a big issue I see a lot of the times. Uh, I see uh, doors giving access to a garden with traffic coming in and out, and people are passing up plants to get to other parts of their garden. And uh, building hallways, uh, sealing off entryways, and controlling the air coming in is really important. Having a sealed room, and 
controlling the air if you're bringing it in or taking it out. Um, if you're exhausting air out of your room, you're going to bring it into your room from somewhere else, creating negative pressure. So a lot, I see people just dumping air out of their room and not doing anything about the air that's coming into their room. It's just coming in through cracks and nooks. And When you move into a commercial building and there is uh, a porous surface or anything like wood, uh, concrete, cinder blocks, and it's not sealed, they are going, and depending on how old the building is, there's going to be moisture inside those walls. It's going to build up um, algae, uh, mold, all kinds of different issues are going to stem from that. They're going to attract pathogens that feed off of that living tissue. So what can you do about that? How can you keep that out of your garden if you're in one of those buildings? Well, if you move into a, a garden that's been grown in before, the first thing I would do is seal the walls and the floor and the ceiling as well. Uh, my partners at Odor Champ sell an antimicrobial paint that's FDA approved, and I can connect you with that if you, anyone is interested. That's We can apply it up to 30 millimeters thick on the floor, put uh, about five on the ceiling and so the walls. So when you're saying it's, it's antimicrobial, it kills anything that's on there when you put it on, or, or things can't live on it. You can't. They can't get past it, and it's <coughs> going to seal them in the wall, and then they're not going to. So they're not going to be able to get into the room. Well, they're not going to be able to. Also, there won't be as much of an exchange, so they'll die off potentially. Hopefully, if you do a good job applying the paint, and then a lot of times what happens is people just throw a garden in a in a commercial building. Don't they don't build walls? They don't seal in the old building and those pathogens just come in and out of that wall that they're, they're going to go to your medium and then you're going to see issues if you're in a hydroponic setting uh that's a huge huge deal you're going to be hard as soon as your water goes anaerobic or your temperatures go up uh, you're going to have those pathogens exploding in your water and you're going to see pythium and as soon as you see pythium it, it, anything that's connected to that reservoir is going to be affected almost immediately so uh, you really want to prevent that kind of stuff because if you're not prepared you have to go out and buy expensive microbes and battle it and it it just it's a nightmare it'll ruin it'll ruin your whole room all right, so. so we're going into a building. If in a commercial setting, we're going to use this paint. What about if we're in a residential setting? What if we're renting, like so many people are? Yeah. yeah. What can you um, do? Seal the floor. Pond liner works really well. It's 45 mils thick. Um, you just have to use strips of wood, screw it up to the wall. You can't just staple it. It's really heavy. Um, painting the walls or running plastic and stapling and taping over the staples whatever you can do to seal the room um if you're bringing air into your garden you want to be controlling that air i so like the let's the talk philosophically i want to talk philosophically about bringing air in versus running sealed right. um you obviously advocate running sealed it's the easiest safest way to go no doubt yeah it can always be the easiest depending on the engineering of your room and it it gets complicated there's there's all these different applications but a sealed room, to me, is the best. You have complete control. Now, a lot of people advocate bringing in some of perhaps the other elements 
certainly natural CO2 and such from outside into the room. I know a lot of mountain growers who believe in the hippie magic of bringing cold mountain air into oh, yeah. their plants. Of course. Um, what do you do? You think that those the dangers out the risks outweigh the benefits on those? Uh, as long as you're cleaning it, you're keeping any potential pathogens or pollution out of your garden. Yes, it's awesome. Not only because of the CO2, uh, which isn't too substantial. That's really, I mean, that's not that huge of a cost or an overhead issue with gardens but right. really the huge benefit are is the all the extra ions that are in the air in the mountains um, that ion rich environment helps isolate uh, or neutralize rather pathogens and odor and mold and all these different things and that my partners at odor champ have perfected this technology they put um a bipolar ionization machine in your HVAC handlers or on the end of your mini split and we have 50 models and it fills your environment with negatively and positively charged oxygen molecules which are radical because they're missing or they've gained an ion <coughs> they essentially encapsulate all these different things that are floating around your room or come into your room and neutralizes them and actually converts them to CO2 or water vapor. So it's that's a pretty cool technology, and that's one of the big reasons that people are so happy with that, that cold mountain air at high elevation. So That's a pretty cool connection to make. Yeah. I have an update from Bike. He's alive. He did send me an audio clip. I haven't listened to it yet. We're listening to it right now. We're Uh-oh. listening to it, right? Okay, let's do it. This was the audio clip he sent me before the show to tell me why he wasn't going to be here. <laughs> Usually these are hysterical. Uh, I didn't realize it was bike, but this is perfect. And here we go. Turn the mute on the thing off. All right, ready, kid? Uh-huh. Okay. He's smoking Blue Dream, dude. Paul loves Paul loves the blue. That way. That is not, bike. I don't know, bike. I didn't get your text. Someone else sent me an audio clip. I don't know what the fuck it is. That, no, that's got to be it. That wasn't forty-four seconds long. What we just listened to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this we is though. There. You. Is that me talking? Just listen. Uh, hey Mitch, bike. Oh. Sorry to let you know this late, but um, I got a friend that just showed up from Martha's Vineyard that I haven't seen in ten years. Sitting here. At my kitchen table now he's on the phone hold on pause that Within, uh, he had taken care of I just had a friend from Martha's Vineyard we haven't seen in 10 years <laughs> yeah. now he's just sitting at my kitchen table like yeah, that's so he's Boston all, he's right totally now he's totally Boston Damn. Oh, bike we love you before we left but he just needed to get out of there you know how it is should I come by with him sit in or should we just go have fun on our own smoking weed and showing a wreck shop oh, bring your friend bike discount I don't know. I think I'm probably just going to skip out this week. Unless you really tell me I really should show up. I don't know. Let me, uh, let me know what you think after you get this. Bike this up and do whatever you do. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I got weed for bike you, Bike sounds drunk. Come on the show, Bike. I got some weed for Bike's you. friend from Massachusetts shows up, and they proceed to get smashed at 10 o'clock uh, Seriously, in the like, I think Boston accents is like... Just makes you sound drunk. And it's just an, it's just an awesome accent. Like that's I love. You sound I love like a Philly. tough guy. I love the New York accent, but yeah, Boston's always been 
my favorite accent from anywhere. I just because of the Dropkick Murphys. Absolutely, why? Absolutely, why? They're good dudes, though. I got to meet those guys a couple of times. Good dudes. Good dudes. So I don't know, Mike. If you're listening, come on down. Otherwise, I think we got it handled. Thanks for messaging me. Uh, all right, let's bring it back down. Yeah. So, Joe, we're talking about open room versus closed room in terms of prevention. You mentioned that the advantage of an open room, especially in like a mountain environment, is that you're bringing in more of this outside air, which is ionized. And it's not that it's cold that makes it special. It's not hippie magic that makes it special. <laughs> it's the fact that it has ions. Uh, and you were talking about the ability to add that you know, artificially, even in a sealed room, yep. using the, the odor champ. Yep. Tell, tell us more about that. Tell us, I mean... You know we're not about hawking products, but we are about ha- talking about technologies. Yeah, yeah. It's just it just so happens that these guys have the uh, the patent on it, and uh, they've utilized it for water in the past too. Uh, the the guys I work with, the company's called Odor Champ. Uh, that's odorchamp.com. And uh, honestly, it's it's impressive. I have it in my garden. Um, it's it's very interesting how just how well it works. Um, what, is, what does it do? It's friendly to plants. Um, it's essentially creates an, a, a certain, a specific frequency of a charge. It's like an arc it creates. And all the air that passes over it, when you're exchanging the air in the room, it will either break down your O2 and take away an ion or add one so they're essentially radical and floating through the air and they're seeking out different things that they're attracted to which is just about everything and by radical you mean they're these charged particles and since they're charged they're like looking to grab something and close that charge right Right. they're they're filling up the room so the positively charged ones are looking to grab negatively charged things. The right. negatively charged ones are looking to grab the positively I mean, if charged you things. Say, for example, you have uh, a bunch of dust on top of your hoods in your garden, and you fill your room with this. It's going to essentially bounce off of everything. So as soon as it bounces off of dust, there's a chance that it's going to encapsulate it and neutralize it, and it'll make it change its actual chemical structure and it'll become either co2 or water vapor and it works on dust pollen um, any pathogen like powdery mildew spores or fusarium or botrytis or any of these things Um, i think the the cool thing is instead of actually bringing air to the apparatus and utilizing it that way and filtering all the air in your garden this this actual this the way it works it fills your whole garden so you're creating you're turn you're converting your garden into the device as yeah that's kind of what i like it's like you're sending out these ions to patrol for you it's exactly like it's like they have to, everything has to come to the but trap it like. coexists with the life it actually because it's changing the way the oxygen is absorbed and it makes it more efficient uh, when your lights are off, your plants are actually reverse perspiring. So they need more oxygen and they're releasing CO2. So that makes that exchange more efficient because the oxygen is more readily available. Um, the charge makes it much more easy. So in addition to that, um, it's very important to have 
really good oxygen exchange to your roots. And I see a lot of issues with airflow and the exchange from heat to cooling in the room and circulating it all and making it work well. Because a lot of these guys are using inefficient uh, condensing units that take a while to kick back on. Sure. And so the air exchange just stops in a whole part of in a large chunk of your room. You're going to have stagnant air, and this prevents that too. So it really it, it allows your air conditioner to cycle on and off less frequently. So it makes all of your air conditioning run more efficiently. It helps your plants exchange oxygen, and it it's not going to affect the terpenes or the flavor or anything on your plant because those change their composition when they go airborne. They become an aromatic. But now you did say that um, it does control the odor coming from your room, though, because it's cleaning all the As air. soon as it goes airborne, yes. That's why you can smell it. It's actually aromatics, terpenes, and, and uh, you know, airborne uh, trichomes going components of them going into your nose you know so you're breathing that stuff in and this is isolating it in the air before it ever reaches you and it's the same with isolating pathogens before they hit your plant or your or your medium whatever that may be so on that note can i ask you to twist up a j buddy yeah buddy awesome <laughs> kids turn some lights on that's I want to kind of introduce. I want to introduce a couple more topics uh, to kind of lead you to. If you can, you think you can roll and chat at the same time, Joe? Yeah, man. Cool. More blue jeans. Right. So, we're setting up. We're in a commercial setting. We've painted the the wall, ceiling, and floor. If we're in a residential if you setting, need to. I, I know people that are lining their walls and their ceilings with powder coated stainless steel. You know, like lab grade stuff. Sure. And this this that's one way. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. It works, but I think that this is a much more economical approach, and it works very, very well. So, in, in a residential setting, where uh, we're maybe using a pond liner, if we can't, if we can't be painting the ceiling, and yeah. Walls. I mean, the if you have, you can avoid. You don't even have to take your carpet up if you just invest in a pond liner. Go to the landscape store, and you know you're helping everybody out that might come next but behind you i mean if you don't trash these houses and you're taking care of it and you're patching everything and everybody's happy then you know life goes on but it's the problem is when everybody's trashing houses and they just laugh about it and walk away and somebody pays so and usually it's in the form of the landlords not wanting to rent to growers anymore right and you can't grow that's the problem and you can't grow so uh we have that. We got that set up. Now, are you going to make any decisions about how you're going to grow? Are you going to avoid certain types of, uh, I don't know, uh, methodologies, setups, anything like that to try to minimize your? I mean, I guess what I'm trying to get to ultimately is it's completely safe to grow organically. We were talking before about how growing sterile is not ne- it's not necessarily a way to stay. That's not my preference at all. Right. So let's talk about that a little. That some people are scared of growing organically because they know that they're cultivating life and they're not fully in control of that. Mm. But that's why using the probiotics and works. your aerobic, uh, you know, microbes as well to yeah. do that policing for you in your soil and on your plant is so important. I mean, there are there are lots of different solutions to all of these pathogens that you may or may not be able to control. So if you just if you're not controlling your environment your walls aren't sealed and your floor is not sealed 
and your ceiling's not clean or and or sealed, you have to know that there are inherent issues. And those issues can come from your soil and bringing it into your garden. It can come from pre-existing uh, stuff, like I said, uh, l any plant or living thing, rather in the walls or the floors, and those attracting pathogens and harboring them, and then releasing them once there's this abundant life inside of a room. So if you can't control that stuff, and you know it's going to be there potentially, then what do you do? I mean, there are ways to feed beneficial microlife into your soil or your medium, knowing that you need to be gobbling up all these pathogens that could be there. So there are things like trichoderma, um, even um, some of the bacillus strains will put a, a dent in these pathogens, but really the answer is diversity. And if you're just keeping everything sterile and running a dead tank, uh, it works. It does work. But you're knocking out a huge component to how this whole thing works, how the whole world is held together. All these beneficial microlife, beneficial fungus, it's, it's a big part of why the best herb I've personally ever tasted tasted so great. Well, and if you think about it, it's how plants evolved, right? They evolved. They didn't evolve without these fungus and this microlife. The microlife evolved first, and then the plants evolved around it. So it's all it's all about synergy. So knocking that huge component out is is uh, it's kind it's kind of a kick in the nuts. And it almost just lowers the defenses. If you can, it's always a matter of it almost becomes a matter of when, yeah. Because you're. As long as everything is clean and there is nothing from the outside in there, you're fine. But as soon as it gets in there, it's like a zombie outbreak because there's nothing that's going to be resistant to it. There's well, nothing that's going to hold it down. You allowed it to happen, so it's obviously it's coming. So, so the kid's fighting on Instagram over here. I'm just. Oh very no, curious. I'm not fighting him. I'm ha I'm actually dealing with people that are very happy. Oh, that's good. Happy yeah, people. no, no fighting. Actually, so Instagram, Instagram, people that are super excited about about the Adam Dunn show. No, about no, uh, so uh, let's pay attention to the show. some other stuff. What's some other some other some good other stuff? Let's what else let's, you got, Mitch? Let's talk. Let's talk. What else you got? All right, so you're setting up. It's okay to go organic. It's okay to go hydro. Well, Maybe a little dangerous course. if you're going all sterile. So all of these bad things that you're looking for, like let's talk about uh, pythium, for example. Sure. Pythium uh, is a soil-borne pathogen, and if you are in a hydroponic application and all of your plants are connected, that pathogen is going to spread extremely fast. And once it takes hold of your plant, it just damps off completely. It looks like it's overwatered or completely dried out or a combination of all of them. And essentially, it, it's, uh, it actually <coughs> will, will cake up the, the line in your stem that goes up, up your plant to feed your plant. It'll completely close it off. And so your your plant's completely damped off. It has no way to get water or nutrients. So it like pinches off the, the it, artery. It pinches the uptake. Uh, it coats the whole inside of it. So, I mean, you can, as, if you get to that point and you don't know what's going on, uh, you can pull your plant out and it'll be completely brown slime roots and it's already spreading. So if, if, if you're ever at that point, you're not using a chiller and your environment, the heat spikes, all that, all the anaerobic, bad bacteria are just going to take off. 
Now, that said, I've seen some interesting, if you're going organic and especially going probiotic, there are some interesting facultative anaerobes that you can add to a system that will act as sort of patrollers and 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 fight that off. That will allow your environment to fluctuate more, and uh, you don't have to have such a concern. And when we're talking about products like modern microbes, for example, then you're talking about something that is engineered to deal with a full range of temperatures. Yeah. But even then, as you said, uh, you know, they, they can only protect so much. Uh, saying, where's so the dabber? Yeah, oh, that's my well, number. That's, that's yeah, one question. Right the next one is, like, so we spend so much time talking about, you know, how to keep vegetative plants healthy or how to keep early flowering plants healthy or even, at certain extents, late flowering plants healthy. But nobody really spends much time on the beginning like i mean like what what propagation like yeah i mean what do you do to keep your clone super safe i mean there's been times where i've literally uh propped open a rockwool cube and i mean because the the clones just looked terrible they looked absolutely horrible and down towards the bottom of the stalk uh you could see roots forming but it looked like it was just brown almost like if you left it in a cloner for too long and it just got soaked it's kind of what it looked like and i popped open the rockwool cubes and was able to to find uh, essentially, like fungus gnat larvae crawling within within the the rock wool cubes, and it was destroying everything. I mean, they were eating everything as it was growing, so they they, they just couldn't root. They couldn't get stable. Everything was turning brown. It's really hard to get uh, a pesticide that works on little clones like that and won't fuck them up. Right. <laughs> and you can you can take things like EM five, which you can make at home, which has alcohol and probiotic value. It's got, uh, you, you basically ferment, you make a, an anaerobic tea, and you, the, you, the alcohol helps you strip essential oils out of anything you may put into that recipe, like uh, rosemary and mint and uh, different things that contain essential oil that'll be left behind. You strain all that out, and you can spray that on your plants and kill stuff and pour it into trays of clones as long as you rinse it out. Or you can use something that's happy and uh, treats plants nicely and won't mess them up that you can just leave in there, like Guardian. Um, there, there are you things can just that leave work. Guardian right in your tray. Yes, and the plants don't bo- don't mind drinking it. Won't it won't mess them up. It won't affect the flavor. It won't affect anything. No, this is uh, he's asking about clones and stuff. Right, right, right. fair and, enough. And uh, yeah, I'm saying it, it's so gentle that you can use it on them. But <coughs> I've used. Uh, uh, big time exterminator works very well on uh, on the root zone and uh, on plugs for clones and in your easy cloner and stuff like that and and hydro and watering in soil to kill gnats but it's a little hard on plants above the soil and I've seen a lot of issues with that but I kind of have a solution for that one one of my partners makes Guardian and it's cinnamon based and it has a sunflower lecithin emulsifier in it and it it's fucking awesome. It it's really impressive. I can spray now, kid. Kid, what you were saying that you've seen a lot about Guardian past couple of weeks. I also have seen a mm-hmm. lot about Guardian, and then I heard that Joe had something to do with Guardian. So I was like, "Wow, there's no surprise there." Yeah, of I've course, seen it all over the place. So, uh, tell us, Joe, what what is the deal with you know Guardian? I felt like I saw post a picture with it. it. It was it was one of the big seed companies. I feel like it might have been Swamp Boy Seeds, but I'm not positive on that. Nice. But it was one of the big seed companies. I saw post a little glass jar of cool. the Guardian. So it, yeah. I mean, at that point, I knew well, it had Nectar to be for the legit. Gods has been spreading it all over the West Coast. Um, 
they make like a bottled uh, suspended in water organic like 18 bottle system or something like that and they've been giving a one ounce sample to all of the people that get their test pack to try the out nectar, nectar test pack is yeah. good it has guardian in it the, the guy who makes guardian and the guy who makes nectar are homies we've had scott from nectar on the show a couple times cool. yeah scott's cool man he's, yeah he's a cool guy he's putting that whole philosophy in into everybody's garden it's cool to expose people to organics it's it's it works it's awesome uh i've i've used a lot of nectar products like yeah i like them too yeah uh but so guardians helped a lot of people you don't have to rinse it off which is huge that's really big to me can you spray lights on you can you can spray lights on um if you raise the lights up okay or dim them but having your lights right down on them there is a little bit of cinnamon oil in it so it will it'll magnify that light and you'll get some burning but with e-papillons and gavitas and the dual ended bulbs it's it's a little bit difficult to get away with it so the lights are just too intense and uh i recommend turning your lights off always i i like turning my lights off for at least lights off yeah, turn your light. Wait till your lights are off for at least an hour. Yeah, I really so I like to spray lights on all the time. If full blast, if the, bu- okay, if the bugs, up. if you have bugs, and you're dealing with mites, for example, or even thrips, they become more active when the lights are off. So if you leave the light, when the lights wait are till off the lights are off. If the lights have been off or the sun's going down and it's getting dark and it's been an hour or so, and the and the wind is dying down, that's that's the time you want to spray. So. The more active the bugs are, the easier it is to catch them. But with mites, you have to soak the bottom of every leaf to get all the eggs. And the thing about Guardian that's so beautiful, it murders eggs. It fucks these mites up. It fucks up thrips. You can use it at half strength. It murders root aphids at half strength. I'm, my buddy's got root aphids right now. I'm so overnighting it. Half strength, pour it right into the medium? It, right in there. It, and you can leave it in there. You don't have to rinse it out. You just leave it in there. It's harmless. Uh, so I definitely want to talk about specific applications. I do want to get yeah. to that. But, but let's go back to... you should never ha- have to deal with that. Right. If you're, let's if go you're back to prevention. How, yeah. do you, how do you keep it from getting there? So controlling everything that comes in your room. You have to think about your shoes, your clothes. I like, I like seeing a lot of these gardens are starting to adopt these clean Tyvek suits and booties on your shoe. I've gone into guardians, uh, uh, into gardens whenever uh, I've seen uh, mats with uh, H2O2 water in the mat that you step on, clean the bottom of your feet. Uh, spraying down your shoes will fuck them up sometimes. So having a clean pair of shoes for your employees and a, and a clean suit and, you know, I it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass because you get up closer to 80 and everything's thriving and you're in that Tyvek suit and you get the radiant heat off the lights. It's kind of a pain in the ass. You're sweating in those suits. Yeah. So ultimately the best solution for everybody to be comfortable and have freedom and not having to be concerned about all this stuff. The best thing is to just prevent and plan. And if you're applying certain things to your plant and you're boosting up their immune system, and they're healthy on a cellular level, you're not going to have powdery mildew giving you any trouble. It's just, it's just not going to happen. There's too many things that have to come together for you to have powdery mildew. And a big one is environment. 
but it's also coming down to how healthy your plants are. Well, I want to talk, environment's a great one to talk about because we all know that you want to keep things healthy. You want to keep them in, in the right environment. You want to have your humidity dialed. You want to have your temperature dialed. It's how, do you, how do you accomplish that? Uh, and you were telling me about these, is it called Smart Bee? Smart B is a wireless controlling system, environmental controls that it's it's very unique in that we have integrated uh, moisture sensors for your medium and you can uh, monitor temperature and everything. And all of these different components to the controlling system are wirelessly intertwined and they have uh, uh, the ones that hang in your room have solar panels on them to charge them. And it's all on its own encrypted network. You can log into this whole system with HTML, and so you can use any device. You don't have to have a special app. You log in through the back of the back office of the of the system, and you can monitor uh, temperature, humidity. You can turn your lights on and off. Uh, you can hook up your irrigation, and can, you can monitor. Uh, if your system isn't dialed or there's an issue and you have a red flag, like say um, a sensor catches a dried out plant, well, you can have special attention on that plant. There's some issue, maybe a dripper's clogged and it, it's helping you catch it. So all this stuff is logged and it, uh, it's uh, completely seamless and updating firmware and uh, it's endlessly integratable. It's all wireless, so it's pretty cool. So, I mean, that's, that to me is the easiest, probably most foolproof way to make sure your environment's always correct on every level. But or catching problems before they become problems. But even still, you know, you can do it manually. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, you, can, you can stay on top of it. But keeping the environment right is so important for pests and pathogen. I think understanding why is really helpful. Yeah. So can you explain a little bit about that? What, what role does temperature play in controlling, say, mites? Well, the broad cyclamen and russet are pretty sensitive to heat. Um, you can either kill them with heat, uh, get your room up to 120 degrees. Now, will that kill russets? Yeah, it murders them. It, it, the problem is they're so sneaky that you have to, you're not going to get the inside of your plant 120 degrees, and they go into the apical meristem, so that complicates everything. Uh, but, but broads and cyclamen. But uh, the, yeah, they're all similar in that way. They're very sneaky. But uh, heat kills them, but they also slow down, and they're not as active uh, as far as uh, s flying across the room, spreading, uh, hitching rides on gnats, and um, they're just they're very versatile bugs. They they spread really quick. They go from room to room. Uh, the the issue. With lowering your temperatures, though, and utilizing the environment that way, you're just you're just hindering your plant's full potential. Right. That, if you that's working against your yeah, plant. Yeah. You get your soil temperature down, and your canopy's too uh, too cooled down. You're, it's just a big mess. So, really, the 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 biggest solution, the best solution, is controlling what the hell's coming in your room. Uh, the air exchange, um, the the pathogens coming in and out. So let's of the talk floor about the, the main walls. way most people get these pathogens. Uh, I think the way you started dealing with them. How, what's your stance now on on trading clones? Uh, I'm, I'm I have an open door policy. If it's if it's uh, if 
it's fair and like uh you know i i use it's getting to the point where my circle just gets smaller and i i only really i mean i don't really share much with anyone but i'm i'm always open ear if, if you're if you and i hit it off and we're cool then yeah of course i'm not a nazi like that but so what what precautions do you take when you're there's just a lot of stuff? people that don't know what they're doing and they're they're using band-aids on everything and they're they're spraying their plants all the time and they might look okay and you might think they need some help but there's just either mite eggs and in four or five days you've got mites or they they've had powder and they've just been spraying once a week and it's it's not really a healthy plant at all and that's kind of hard to catch but there are easy steps you can take to quarantining plants and if you have a small plant the best way to get rid of bugs is by dunking it in a solution and the best way to prevent powder from screwing you over is quarantining your plants away from everything i've seen crazy resistant powdery mildew take out gardens and it sucks it's really it's tragic it just once it takes over and the environment's uh, going to help spread it it's just a nightmare it spreads fast so you have to know how it works and your environment is what is going to either control it and stop it from spreading or help spread it so just quarantining it and catching it before it has it is the best way so when you're talking about dunking a clone yeah. you're going to obviously take it submerge the entire portion that's above this how, how do you do it i know people that fill drums with water and a solution and they dunk their whole plant, including before the roots, they flower everything. It. Yeah, no, not necessarily. Uh, it's it's more difficult to do that, of course, in like a soil smart pot or something. But sure. If you know, I can do that pretty easily in in a grodan or a basket. Or sure, a, of course. But you know, you don't want hydrogen going everywhere. It's just a, it can be a pain in the ass. But oh my god, when I, I was I, when I worked for Dixie, dude, I had to do eleven, no, fourteen, eight by ten beds fucking filled with hydroton. I think I went through three oh, pallets. I had to wash it all first. That's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Now, it worked well. It worked better than stacking the Grodans, for sure. Yeah. And my roots had much more room to breathe. Yeah. Um, they were much more uniform because the more roots... oxygen. Yeah, it was really nice, but I could do... The, and then the work of cleaning the beds, and you're supposed to reuse that hydroton. Yeah, scrubbing. Holy shit. I think the hydrogen... My knuckles were just... I mean, between the hydrogen and the cocoa mat that we were laying down. So, I mean, my, my, my hands were, were bloody. My knuckles were bloody, and I had pieces of... Like a biker? Hydroton stuck in my hand from just moving hundreds of pounds of hydrogen. It was miserable. Kyle helped. Kyle knows. Kyle knows. He knows the, heart, the hardship of that. It was miserable. Fuck hydrogen. So, so it was awesome. says he dunks the roots and everything. So oh, me? Dread does. He just oh, he's in the chat room. Cool. So yeah, when I guess they're in a plug or, or sure, when you get pre, a little cut in a plug, soil. Yeah, I I do too, of course. But I'm not. I'm also not using anything too crazy. Now, what are you using for your dunk? About. Yeah, you're just going to well, use in, the Guardian. In the past, I've used EM5 that I made myself. You go, Joe. Um, I've you know I've I've used um, chemicals in the past too, and you know they work, but they're not going to work forever. I know people that use Eagle 20, and they 
still have powder show up in like 20, 25 days. It just keeps coming back. So what do you apply for powdery mildew? Powdery mildew is about preventing it and building up your plant's immunity before it shows up. We were talking about that before. What do you do to to build up your plant's immunity specifically? Well, it's on on a cellular level. I use um, a a good source of calcium. The nutrients I work with are uh, Veg and Bloom, Hydroponic Research, and they have four forms of calcium, and that's why my plants, I I, I don't have a big... um, my risk of powdery mildew is extremely low in any garden that I have any intimate relationship with. Um, the problem with calcium is it's very difficult for you to have everything you need in your soil indoor in an in a inside garden. It's very difficult for everything in your environment to come together and utilize that calcium the best it possibly can that and uptake all of it so if you're not getting an adequate source of calcium your plants on a cellular level are not going to be nearly as healthy as a plant that does and the reason people think that powdery mildew is systemic is because it affects your plant on a cellular level it's right down to the bare bone so if you think of a little tentacle that can go into one cell and dump spores into it that's what we're dealing with it's it's a perfected disease <coughs> it's perfected it's the meanest thing uh, so it, it, it'll you grab your, hold of your garden if you can make your cell walls stronger that little tentacle won't be able to go not only your cell walls but the whole structure of your cell that's what calcium does the cell wall is strengthened with silicon and the best source of that is ortho uh, ortho silica. Yeah, you were saying last time that the protec and the and you know that type of silicate was not effective, right? Was not was actually, as effective. It was not, yeah, it was not as well, beneficial to. It just takes a really long time for your plant to utilize all of it. So right. you can give it to it every time you water. You can spray it on the leaves, and you can go to town. And it takes up to thirty days for your plant to fully assimilate that. From that, one feeding. From from that one right, feeding. Right. And you're constantly building it up and building it up and building it up. So but after a while, you have just more you, than you ever would need in that time. Yeah, you only need 1% of silicic acid. Um, remember, bud. Silicic acid is what your plant converts silica silicon into. Right. Um, and that's how you, it uses it on a cellular level. So... I'll think about it. Basically, you you create this when your plant is loaded up with that silicic acid from silicon. You're basically going to have an impenetrable wall on your every cell in every plant, and um, you just have to maintain that one maintain that one percent. But uh, ortho silicic acid, the the product I use from Osa Twenty Eight. We use um, a domestic source for all this. It's made in America, so it's cheap, and you can afford to use it every day at a low rate. Half, I use it at half a mil a Pro-tech gallon. Protec ain't cheap. Protec costs some decent money, especially if you're using it at the recommended two and a half milliliters every gallon. Or you five. Have to, right? A lot of right, people use it. At right, five. double. I mean, and that's. I think one of the one of the the half gallon bottles, or one of the 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 yeah, I think it's a half gallon bottle is. 
you know, damn near close to a hundred dollars. And if you're going to go through a half liter, a half gallon bottle in a week, well, there's ways to cut corners and get cheap potassium silicate. But a most of the potassium silicate is from uh, its byproduct from the aluminum industry, so it's not very clean. Uh, you're basically, and there's a lot of organic guys that use potassium silicate, and they're dumping this byproduct crap into their organic soil and not realizing it or spraying it on your plants. A lot of guys use it to emulsify your foliar. I, I like cocoa wet. It does a better job than potassium silicate. But the the whole thing about uh, uh, it's inferior. There's something that's a lot better, and it's been around for a long time, and we improved that, the company I work with. Um, and it really does work. I can get anybody that wants it a free sample to try it out and just see for yourself. And then we have direct pricing for all of our products. We don't work with grow stores. This is grower so to grower. So here's what I want to set up because, you know, I want to I want to put it out to everyone uh, listening. Um, Joe's going to make some special offers for samples strictly to the ADS audience. If you want to take advantage of that, and you want to make sure you get the sample. Go ahead and look in the event details for today's event. His email's there. I'll give it to you now. It's kennahort at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-N-A-H-O-R-T <coughs> at gmail.com. That's Joe's email address. And you can email him. Just say free sample, Adam Dunshow. Give him the name of the product. I don't know if it's going to work for the odor champ. Do a little, uh, do the, some some sponsors. Do some shout outs. Yeah, we're gonna done. do that. We're gonna we're we're segueing into that, kid. We've done none. None. We're doing we're doing them right now. We've we're done none. On that note, we'll do some some shouts. Uh, you ready to do the visuals on the shouts, kid? You're cooking that Morgan, right? Got the Morgan in the oven for me. Mm-hmm. Come on, buddy. Don't leave me hanging. Come it's on, just you and me let's, today. Let's do it. We got this ready to go. You got Morgan ready to go? Way to Grow is ready to go. Big, big shout-out to Way to Grow. Number one sponsor of the Adam Dunn Show. Uh, you can check them out at seven locations all over Colorado. They're still doing the Canna sale. It's 25% oh, off. 25% all. off of your whole order. Of, of, what, of what products? Well, the Canna line. And then is it 30% off the... the Boost. I find the boost is pretty expensive. Would yeah, you agree, Mr. Freeman? I believe the boost is is about a uh, hundred and thirty dollars. Is there any way that you, as such an esteemed actor, are able to get an additional discount when you go to Way to Go? Everything's free. And, but there's I no special code that you I say at the register. There's no special for free. I I don't pay for anything. Well, anymore. you guys aren't Morgan Freeman, but you can say Adam Dunshow at the register and get a nice chunk. 25% off or something like that. Big shout out to Incredibles Edibles. They're Morgan they're Morgan Freeman's favorite edible. Come on. Come on. Let's go. They're Ryan's favorite edible. So they too. have uh, so many different flavors of uh, chocolate bars hands down in my opinion and in a lot of other opinions the most effective as well. Um uh, they have flavors ranging from the uh, the Boulder Bar, which is milk, chocolate, and toffee, to the Afgado, which is, for the coffee lovers, some cookies and cream, uh, peaches and bliss. Uh, Mitch and I believe Dred's favorite, the Fireberry Bar, which yeah. is killer. It's just so tough, man, because 
if you, you got to eat the whole thing, otherwise you're just eating a little fraction of a piece of chocolate and you eat that whole thing, you're on for a ride. So the Fireberry Bar, the mile high, the mile higher, they range from 30 milligrams on the rec side to 100 milligrams on the rec side and from 100 to 300 on the med side. Uh, and assorted flavors also check out their gummies their chill pills and now the incredible black and gold label extracts at your local oh sponsors. i got you know what i got some of that with me if you want to dab some yes, incredible black yes. label. yeah okay let's do some of that i'm down let's i do haven't had bho in a little while all right and so then stuff you, you really do know. the next shout out and i'll get that out of my bag all right so the next shout out we have to our next sponsor is going to be build a soil since mitch is getting stuff out of his bag let me just pull up some visuals for you guys yeah. You can talk about it, or do you always fall asleep during those episodes? My mic's over there, so I can't. He can't. Well, you know, Builder Soils are our number one resource for organic soil-building materials. Uh, Jeremy's about to lace me up with some soil. I'm going to get some no-till going. You know, to me, it's just the easiest way you can possibly grow. I don't have a lot of time. I just want to take care of it easy. I'm not really trying to be mixing and bubbling stuff with a baby in the house. And you know, and if you are trying to do that, you can go in and buy... Each thing that he puts in his amended soils or each piece that he uses individually and, and, and amend all your own soil yourself, he has almost the entire bio ag line there, so the full humix, and they have everything on there. Um, if you follow him on Instagram too, which I just started doing the other day, build a soil on Instagram. It's awesome. They have a bunch of cool videos of them mixing soils and, and brewing teas. Great. And it's getting him in his photos are, are, are proof yeah. is in the pudding right there. You yeah. can look at his photos in your mouth. Water, I smoked so. his nug. It's awesome. It's good stuff. So, I mean, big shouts to the guys that build a soil and Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, big, big shout out, of course, to the homies at Dark Horse Genetics. A huge congratulations to them again for getting licensed, uh, here in Colorado. They got the MIPS going. They'll be doing seed production. They'll be doing extracts of all sorts, uh, solvent and non-solvent extracts. Uh, get get ready for Dark Horse in Denver. Uh, that's all i got to say on that. That's going to be huge. Go check them out. Their website's all up to date. So they have the, the Los Angeles, the Denver, the Seattle, and Portland. Um, they have their store with all the different seeds that they carry. I believe they have everything from the Plata Labs to Obsolete Genetics. Gage Green, I think, is even on there. Really? Um, if I'm not mistaken, let's check. I think you might be mistaken, but Jaw Farm. Oh, there we go. Jaw Farms, Ocean Grow, La Plata, Jaws Gear, Mosca Seeds, uh, Franchise Genetics. Of course, the Dark Horse Genetics. You can go check out some Bruce Banner or some Banner's Revenge, maybe some Wookiee's Cookies, some Clown Shoes. And you can get. You love the clown shoes. I love the clown shoes. And you can get uh, all of your extracted products up there, too. So we now have our, our rosin bags up there made by uh, the man himself, uh, the guy from Acme. Um, okay, well, we'll keep his name silent for his his own wishes. What? He was but, on the show uh, by name. Okay, so we have so so we I got together with Mark Rose and we made some uh, some awesome rosin bags for you guys. So we have some three by six uh, micron screens that you can buy up on there and a little two hundred and twenty micron. That's it, kids. You got to pay for the sponsorship. Good to go. That's Dark Horse. That's Dark Horse. It's, it's, it's on their website. <laughs> it's on their website. But no, check them check them out at darkhorsegenetics.com, as you can see right here on the screen. And of course, we got to give a big big shout out to our friends at Elite Cannabis and Mary's Nutritionals. I'll keep saying it because you guys are saying it. You're spreading the word. You got to keep spreading the word. I just composed a form email that I send out to people with dosing and then this info. If you are looking for CBD that is clean and reliable, not Chinese hemp paste byproduct crap, go to marysnutritionals.com. They sell the remedy oil right there. I'm going to give dosing. Someone asked me for dosing. This is how we're going to do the dosing. We're going to go from 250 
to 500 to 1,000 milligrams of THC a day is what we're going to be shooting for. So you're going to start with a third teaspoon for one week a day of the remedy oil. Then the second week you're going to go up to two-thirds of a teaspoon once a day. And then the third week and after that you're going to go two-thirds of a teaspoon twice a day. Um, and that's, again, big shout-out to Elite Cannabis. Elite Farm is like 20 minutes up the road from me. I go by there once a month. It is real. Uh, they're real dudes. Peabuds up there uh, growing hardcore CBD. It looks super dank. You can check the pictures on Instagram. Um, and that's all processed by Mary's. It's the real deal. They'll ship anywhere in America. If people need this medicine, get it to them. It's all at marysnutritionals.com. I love that Incredibles is putting their terp content on here, Neil. And after hearing what they were saying about live resin last week and what the percentages of terpenes are that are high, this is, I mean, this is a 3.5. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. pretty high for terpene content yeah. from what we well, were told. So, so I've learned a bit about the Incredibles extractor and, and what makes it different. The in-house uh, de-waxing unit? In-line in de-waxing uh, uses a circulating uh, liquid nitrogen, so it's colder and more deeply and penetratingly cold. And it also uses a nitrogen-assisted push, so it's faster. Uh, they can increase the pressure without increasing the amount of solvent. That's the main main thing that happens. They're they're upping the pressure of the solution, but there's not more of the solvent in there. So, um, on that note, let's bring this shit back. Big Joe Canapu, can I call you Big Joe Canapu? Does anyone uh, do that? Nobody's done that yet. No, oh, I just did it. The whole internet knows that. No. Now we know. Now we know. So, uh, buddy, let's say we're in this situation. We're going to regularly use our, our calcium. We're going to make sure there's uh, available calcium to our plant to make it cellularly strong. Right, from the inside and out. resilient from the inside out. Then we're going to make sure we have a great source of silica going on to make sure the actual cell walls are strong to resist the biting insects, the tendrils of the fungus and all this. Bioavailable orthosilicic acid. Is the answer and and who do you what do you recommend for that? Osa twenty eight osa twenty eight dot com and uh, you can you got samples of that shit? Yeah, I got samples. You can email me canahort dot com and I can get you direct pricing on all that. Get a discount, free shipping, all that stuff. We do gallons for commercial gardens and um, it's I I like to use it at a half a mil a gallon, point uh, five milliliters per gallon is adequate and it's about consistency so uh, a, a small dose to get your the silicic acid content of all your um, plants up to one percent close to one percent is where you have optimum cell wall health and it creates almost like a gelatin lace lattice on the on the wall of your cell and the the fungal hyphae from uh, powdery mildew can't penetrate the cell wall whenever um, you have silicic acid uh, levels up. It's more di much more difficult to obtain that with potassium silicate products. They're not bioavailable. They take up to 30 days to assimilate. And uh, there's a lot of advantages. We have uh, uh, boron also in this product, and you can get the lowdown on how boron helps calcium stay mobile in your plants i'm sorry kid could you do, do that job. closer to the mic yeah, there you go that's that's what we're looking for
<laughs> so you asked for it. This looks really nice, though. Dramatization. Um, Thank you. I got a, of course, also big shout out. Uh, first, I got a shout out uh, Alex Martin, who said Mitch is the Alex Jones of cannabis podcast. I think that is a compliment. Who is that? I don't know if that's not supposed to be a compliment, but I take that as a compliment. I think Alex Jones does a hell of a podcast. Who is he? Who's Alex Jones, really? I'm going to Google him. Wow. Go down this rabbit hole, kid. Do this. I hope you have a year to spend on this. (sighs) Don't just discard it, though. Look into it. You got to look into it all. The Obama just said, oh, this fucking. What is he, a, a, a conspiracy theorist? No, he's a news guy. A, that is about conspiracy theories. He's a self-proclaimed theories? expert. Go. What does is he an actor too? No, no. He's Why is it coming up as a Scanner Darkly? That's such a good movie. Because he's he in that. He's in a couple movies. If he's, he's in a Scanner movies. Darkly, then I like this guy. Yeah, he's, that movie's that fucking amazing. That, no, have you ever seen that movie? If you saw that movie, it'd be that simple to you too. The movie's I, amazing. And I Keanu Reeves is a dick shit actor. So for me to be able to say yeah, that that Scanner Darkly is a bomb ass movie, but well, Woody Harrelson Keanu, and Keanu then Reeves has good movies and bad movies. Right, as right. Thing. Like Hardball. He just like throws in that towel. Vaughn <laughs> wants to know, Joe, are we sending out samples of OSA 28? Yes. Email Joe. It's Canahort. K A N N A. I just need you to email me and let me know about yourself. Tell me about the size of your garden one of these so that I can get an adequate size sample to you so you can really see the benefits because. If you can get just through uh, a few weeks in veg and start flower with this stuff, you'll be hooked. It, it works extremely well. Here's what I'm saying, though. We're giving away – the chat room has some confusion. We're giving away the Guardian and the OSA 28. And what else, what else you got samples of for these people? Joe, Veg, veg and Bloom? Veg plus uh, Bloom? I'd, I'd love to introduce everybody to Veg and Bloom. I just can't give out tons of samples of it. So if you guys email me and talk to me and – uh, and I'll answer some more questions for you, and we can talk about it and and start from there. Uh, as far as uh, anybody with uh, a facility that would like, uh, especially a large facility that would like to try any of this stuff, I can come to you in person and talk about all this stuff because um, that there it's a it's a completely different philosophy, and I don't want to just tell I don't want everybody to think I'm trying to change everything you're doing. I just have some, some a lot of solutions that I put a lot of hard work into, and making making alliances with everybody. And I, if you want help, I can help. I have lots of ways to help. So, so let's roll back to it, and hopefully uh, preventing the need for help. So you're making this the strong with calcium. You're adding the silica in there. Are you adding any probiotics to the situation to add some living protection to absolutely disease vectors? And how are you doing that? Well, that complicates things too. Uh, a lot of people that are in commercial settings are using bottled nutrients or even they're using salts that uh, may or may not have micro-life friendly components to them. So uh, a lot of synthetic growers don't know better, but they have different parts of their nutrient, their bottled nutrients that you know they're, they're designed to sit on a shelf. Um, and they kill off all this micro life. So it's a big red flag right there. You're knocking out a huge component of your plant staying really healthy. Um, a lot of these nutrient, a, ma- a large majority of them have that main issue. Um, as far as Veg and Bloom goes, organic, no-till, um, anybody that's top dressing amendments or brewing teas and 
you guys are all co- coexisting within the same philosophy where we're ha- we have all this beneficial life helping us break down food and deliver it to the plant and it's also helping the plant's immune system stay vibrant and supplying different things uh, from different components like aloe vera juice and coconut water and all of these things work together and even with synthetic minerals you can accomplish it too so so all right so we're we're making sure a the plant is strong and b the plant is healthy yes we're minimizing the physical vectors we're changing our clothes before we go in the garden we're changing our shoes before we go in the garden we're hopefully somehow isolating from the structure using a pond liner worst case scenario maybe a tarp just something to keep us up off the ground in a maybe yeah if you can't seal the floor and if you don't have the the proper environment you have to get it to that point remember we're taking plants from outside that thrive in all different parts of the world and we're bringing them inside and they're expressing how pissed off they are because all their systems are out of balance and they're being susceptible to diseases and pests and all these things uh uh, spider mites i mean if you're starting from seed and you have super healthy plants and they're they're just perfect it's going to be really difficult for any bug to overtake that plant if all your ducks are in a row. And all you have to do in, in many cases, before you can clean your room, hopefully, if you have a perpetual garden, that's a red flag right there. But if you can clean each room, you only have to get it through to the end of that harvest, right? And if, if you have super healthy plants, your spider mites, if they come in your room, they're not going to spread throughout your whole garden. They're going to be isolated in different pockets and their populations are going to grow and grow and grow if you don't get to it. And that's just uh, that's terrible, and that happens. There, I know giant gardens that take down whole rooms because of mold in the flower, and that's just completely 100% preventable by having vibrantly healthy plants from all different aspects of what I'm talking about. And, you know, there's no reason for you to have bugs on your plants if, you're, if you have enough face time with every plant. Your employees being with every plant on a regular basis and seeing it and catching issues before they become big issues. And all this stuff has to come together to get a perfect garden and produce it. So we're, so. so we got the calcium, we got the silica, we got the probiotics. Is there yeah. anything else we're adding preventatively to make the plant strong and healthy so it can face things? I mean, um, there having just just having sticky traps and stuff like that and uh and cleaning your floors and and uh control not leaving doors wide open to the outside i mean um even i mean what are you gonna do if if thrips come in your garden and flower are you just gonna cut out all the plants that have thrips on them or are you gonna spray spinosad or what what what's your solution you know you got to think about these things there are inherent issues but then there's people who have gardens that are completely sealed and they control every variable and they never have to worry about these bugs in their garden. So if there, a lot of people are proud, I mean, the people that have their shit together are listening to this, this podcast and they probably want to know, like, how can this dude help me, right? Well, there are, we have to think about the stuff that we can't control. And unless you're in a lab situation and you have like a, hermetically sealing room (laughs) 
that's just controlled to the max, uh, you're going to be coming in and out of your room, and you have to think about all these issues. Do so you run positive pressure in your rooms? They're, they're all um, sealed rooms. Sealed, so there's I, no, yeah. I like using mini splits, so I don't have positive pressure. Any pressure, yeah. None at all. But uh, there, there are issues with running a sealed room. You know, you have to cover all that. But, again, I don't want... And what do you recommend for a filtration, let's say, any grow that, that is just using a, you know, you're pulling air in with a can fan. You don't have an HVAC system. It's a small grow. Like, most of our listeners are just running a home grow. Uh, I would do negative pressure. So I would I would put a can, like a, the Horta Control mushroom filter on the outside of a window or a door and control the air that's coming into your room and then take a, a regular can filter, not a can light because they don't last, and then get a good high-quality fan and exhaust as much air as you can out of the room depending on how many lights you have. So if you're, I've, I mean, you can make, you can turn your lights into your exhaust and have a can filter run the air through your lights and then exhaust it out but i don't recommend having more than three in a row you know if you're cooling your lights but uh you've got to control the air that's coming in or you're going to have issues and you see that in summer a lot a lot of people just shut their garden down and a lot of people don't think about this stuff and they do fine they don't really have big issues for whatever reason Uh, i know people that pull air into the room through like a like a filtration system they made in the window box in their basement. Yeah, they just put a bunch of rocks and stuff and uh, charcoal and stuff like that. And sure, that works for a little while, you know. But you have to recharge that carbon. So there, you also have to k- think about what you're bringing into your garden as far as medium and the type of things that can rear their head. You know, you might not see bugs. You might not ever have to deal with bugs bringing a medium into your garden, but there's still the concern of pathogens. So if they come into your garden and you're controlling every variable, look at your soil. I like uh, cocoa core because it behaves a lot like soil. You can maximize it, and it's I can guarantee it's clean. The company I work with guarantees that. So, And, of course... Uh Sorry, looking at the uh, chat room here. Uh, of course, you you always want to uh, use a reputable brand of soil. That's why we recommend build the soil or build your own soil. Just buy ingredients and make it. You know, you can uh, if you're growing soil, you can do it. Uh, you don't have to just buy the most popular brand that they're talk- they talked about on the forums three years ago. Because yeah. a lot of times build when those companies get larger, sure. the quality declines hugely. Um, I'm not uh I want to I want to keep talking though and continue the discussion. So you you have your strong healthy plants. What do you do to maintain this clean environment? I know you've mentioned some uh sprays that you've used to prevent anything from taking hold uh in terms of pests and things like that. Do you apply the Guardian preventatively at all? Yeah, you can do a maintenance spray like half dose which would be um 15 milliliters. Or, uh, because the, this maintenance part, I'll say this: the maintenance part, 
is what applies to most of these big commercial gardens. Yeah, integrated pest management. But, exactly. When then, you're talking about... But you have to also consider that some of these gardens in the near future are going to be so state-of-the-art that they don't have any new tissue, or I'm sorry, they don't have any old tissue that's been around for very long going into their garden. They're either they're, they're completely sterilizing seeds and doing like an embryo evacuation and propagating in a tissue culture, or they're taking tissue samples and propagating tissue culture samples like that. Uh, they have a completely sterile sample of that plant. And There's I know people doing this on a large scale. Yeah, but it's only the top 1% to 5% of right. even the industry. Right. And if Most they, gardens are still living in the old right. paradigm. And you can, I always clean my seeds before I pop them, too. You I, just soak them in bleach solution? No, uh, H2O2. H2O2. Just half and half water, H2O2, diluted a little. And is that what you sprout them in, or you just no, soak them No, I just them soak them in there for about 30 seconds, and then, and then I, I do water. a paper towel okay. with water. And... Um, you got to rinse them in a shot glass, sure, and then put it into a towel. And I've, I've seen a lot of issues just go away that way, and that's just covering your ass. You don't know what where these seed, what the plants these seeds came from had, right? So a you lot of that can be on the surface and arguably in the seed. Who knows? So. As we were saying, most of the big commercial gardens that aren't these state-of-the-art facilities where it's all being controlled by preventative, right, are dealing with the maintenance issue. Covering every variable. How do you you run a program preventatively that's not too heavy on the plants, that won't mess up your taste, that won't mess up your plants? Well, I I understand that there are a lot of – there are a lot of facilities throughout all these legal states that have poor engineering – and they're walking by their veg and going into their flower, or they uh, can only access uh, their clone room in the back, which is like by a like a, a bay door, or or they're extracting in a room next door, whatever. They're they're engineered poorly, so there's going to always be issues or per- perpetual gardens and um, just lots of no nos. But they're all doing their best with what they have, so. Really, the best way is just to know that you're going to have issues with the way that everything's set up, and boosting your plant's immunity and applying foliars and using uh, a medium that's conducive to this. You have to be able to apply these things and then be effective. And the best I I get a lot of great results using cocoa core growing old tired stuff that's more susceptible to all these problems and I and I never see the problems I I just treat everything like it's there and you can take away that whole variable by tissue culturing or popping seeds and running everything from seed they're going to be more vigorous and I don't think they do as well the first round as they do when you get generations away from seed but you I like growing clone only so I've had a lot of issues growing the the sp- specific varietals that I enjoy growing. That most of them are a big pain in the ass, and I've got everything that I've been growing over the past five years in Colorado, vibrantly healthy and bug free and super vibrant and ready to rock. And it all yields better and performs better. It gets it's stronger. Uh, everything 
comes together with healthy, perfect, well-rounded plants. And and you mentioned in their foliars, you know, and, and spraying is part of the preventatives. Yeah. So what are you spraying, and, and to what extent are you doing preventatives well, you in your watering? That's what's crazy. Some people don't like to spray at all, and a lot of people don't like to spray at all. But if you're spraying the right things and your plants are utilizing them and there's no residue left behind, it's perfectly fine. It, it, uh, it's essential. And so, so what do you spray? What like, do you recommend? I like uh, I like probiotic sprays with. Uh, I utilize the the aloe vera juice flakes from Build a Soil. Those are awesome. They uh, you got to make sure though that when to back up and start over here, you have to know what's in your water. And uh, taking out chloramine is much more difficult than bubbling a bucket of water for four days or three days or two days or whatever you want to call it but chloramine is bonded to h2o h2o on a molecular level so you have to actually use carbon like a kdf filter uh, with the hydrologic uh, small boy or tall boy to get all that stuff out and you have to stay on top of those filter changes but ro's um i know uh, kind love has some crazy ro system right it's super efficient and uh, they don't lose very much water, but they're still getting their water down to nothing. And there are certain things in that water that you need. And even if I have an RO, I'll add uh, some of the runoff from the RO back into the water. And there's nothing in there that at 50 parts per million or 60 sure. that are going to hurt your plants So, or your micro life. So the water is real important. Knowing what's in your water and making sure you don't have any hidden secret stuff in your water like chloramine or anything just filter your water even high mineral content will fuck your plants up so you have to start from the bottom and you can't just assume that your water's good because you live in denver and you saw something in the newspaper you got to filter that shit um a a lot of these beneficial uh, probiotic things that are in aloe vera and um the salicylic acid that's in it and the saponins are dependent on your water being clean so you're not going to see the benefit if you're watering that if if your water's being mixed with all these good things it's just going to ruin it and the same goes with your nutrients if you're watering in nutrients into your soil they're going to be killing off there's a good chance you're killing off all the beneficial life that you're paying so much money for a lot of people don't realize that no it's true and that's you know, that's that's one of the things that you really do have to be careful. In the case of some organic nutrient lines, you can't it is compatible because they're organically chelated and it won't be, have that salt buildup that's so right. toxic to the micro life. Or you, they have they have things like cocoa. It it builds up salt and you can utilize that with uh, fulvic acid. And um, I use nutrients that already have that stuff in there. They're made for cocoa. You can add fulvic from the bioag from uh, from build a soil. They have it on there. It's really good stuff. The full power, yeah, that's full that power. is real good stuff. Yeah. So there's a solution. Uh, I mean, I don't. There's a lot of people that don't use cocoa right, and uh, they 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 don't get it, and it's fine. But if you want to learn how to use cocoa and really impress yourself as far as performance and yield and quality, I mean. You can utilize all these probiotics without pumping shitty salts into your plant. 
you can use less salt, utilize all the bennies, and coexist with them. So that's that's the whole thing. I and I I, I grow organic veggies and I utilize all that technology. The what we've learned, you know, packaging up all these bennies and making teas and having enzymes that I can brew like delivered to my door and. All this stuff is, I, I look at it as stuff we've figured out and utilized our technology to preserve all this stuff. We've studied it and understood it. And I found a way to utilize it with salts. And if you're not using salts, then don't. If it works for you, cool. But there are a lot of people that can't afford to mix soil and buy pre-made soil. And there might be a better solution. And there's applications that aren't really gonna work that well for mixing a shit ton of soil but some people do it anyway yeah they do it anyway um so let's continue through the the maintenance portion of things so you're yeah. gonna you said you're gonna foliar with probiotics are you gonna water in with probiotics as well of course yeah you can um they can be utilized both ways and different types for different things and you can use um beneficial bacteria to protect your plants from and when we're talking bugs. about beneficial bacteria we're talking about products like the modern microbes. We're talking about things like uh, Grokashi or even just homemade Bokashi. Don't don't ever. Yeah, you can foliar Bokashi and Grokashi. You make anaerobic teas and concentrate it and inoculate the water, and then you spray it onto your plants. And it has benefits, and you can water it in. And you know all this stuff works. But what's the easiest way to do it? And uh, if you do your research. Um, these all these bennies they don't always have anything to eat when they're first being introduced so they die off and you also have different components of nutrients that kill them off and sterilize your soil or your your uh, medium whatever you're using and the best way to prevent all that is to know what you're doing you got to you got to know what's in your bottled nutrients and you got to give these mic this all this microlife needs something to eat when it's in your soil and because it's not going to have it's not going to figure it out right away and the more you give it food the more it's able to multiply and do its job and help break down food and the i like uh i like knowing what i'm doing what i'm watering in and what everything is doing all these different components so, so question from the chat room do you add molasses when foliar feeding i never do but there's sugars in the coconut water and in the aloe vera and I always added those when I was foliar feeding. Uh, also, silica, every foliar, every Yeah, time. well, the, there's different types of bacteria that you can spray that don't necessarily need uh, a sugar carb like that to eat. Uh, they're going to be teeming on the surface of your plant regardless. And uh, Grandivo is another example. That's a really great product. It works very well uh, against broad mites specifically. Uh, you spray it on the surface of your plants and it'll actually start teeming and multiplying and spreading on the surface and any um, broad russet cyclamen mite especially that small they come into your garden take a bite it'll either slow them down or in the broad mites case it'll kill them so but there are three you have to worry about three and i don't know how well it works against cyclamen i've never had cyclamen mites but i've seen russet mites uh, just overpower Grandivo and need something more serious. Guardian murders russet mites and broad mites. Um, you you have to, if you have a bad problem, you got to go two ounces a gallon, 
and then one more spray at one ounce a gallon will get all those nymphs that may be crawling out of the apical meristem and coming for for uh, out of the hiding and Round wanting two. to mate. And they'll come out, and, and uh, anything that fell off and wasn't affected will climb back to the plant. They're a- attracted to plants. They can't live without them. So they're going to be coming back to the plant. You just want to spray a couple days later with a one-ounce spray of Guardian in your set, and it really is that easy. And it always hasn't been this way. It's a lot of struggle and a lot of a lot of uh, issues have stemmed from um, using the wrong stuff and not educating your friends and letting people try stuff and ruining their whole crop. And everybody suffers, you know. When people are destroying their garden because of bugs and not knowing there's something so well put together like Guardian, I mean... It uh, it's 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 a breath of fresh air because five years ago we didn't know shit about broad mites. Right. Like our community, there's information out there, but there's a lot of different sources, and it's hard to figure out what the hell to really look at and and focus on and the damage and the the signs. So. So I want to talk a little bit about that. That's actually a really good segue uh, from maintenance to. Pr- you know control yeah where you're actively dealing with an outbreak uh but to recap we're going to keep the healthy plant we're going to get it strong you can rewind to get how to do that then when we have our healthy strong plants we're going to do maintenance sprays just in case we're going to make sure that we're spraying it with probiotics for to protect it from diseases also uh we're going to include the grandivo to protect it from a sudden infestation uh what else are we going to spray on there or feed to the soil um Again, micro life with teas, um, different sources for your tea. Um, uh, ancient forest humic has a lot of different sources of bacteria and uh, beneficial fungus. And uh, great white is a very diverse source. Um, you can get a, there's a grower's secret. It's like a fermented, uh, uh, it's like a fermented uh molasses it's really badass that'll that's a good great source for carbs i recommend using it but if you brew it in teas you got to watch out it it uh it'll burn your plants because it multiplies and everything's too intense um so are you spraying teas on your plants too i don't spray uh, i mean i know there's a story of a guy in the on the western slope who was making compost teas and selling to people and killing bugs with it and I've seen people brew uh, earthworm casting teas and kill bugs with it, and I've seen a bunch of people burn their shit too. So uh, I personally just, I'm careful about what I spray, and aloe vera juice, coconut water, cocoa wet are all soothing to the plant, and they help keep uh, everything mobile on the surface, whether you have dust or not, or you're outside, you're rinsing off shit that blows around out there, dust and mold and all these things. And I like to use if I if my goal is to rinse my plants, then I like using Epsom salt at just a quarter teaspoon a gallon, and that helps emulsify the surface and move along all these things that you may want to rinse off. And how often do you rinse your plants? How often are you spraying with these additions, and how often are you rinsing with say Epsom salt and water? Well, personally, I'll I'll go just to start at the end, uh, the last uh, about two weeks before I cut anything down, or uh, sometimes three. I'll do a nice rinse with Epsom and uh, aloe vera juice. That's going to be the whole plant, the buds, everything. Yeah, everything, top and bottom. Um, just kind of rinse it off. And 
I know a lot of I've seen a lot of people do this for for many many years outside rinsing their flowers off when they cut them off cut them down outside and I have a bunch of buddies growing outside and you'd be really surprised to see all the stuff that comes off of it but I don't do it for that reason in the past I've done it to prevent any of these pathogens from starting trouble and uh, they they come into your room and they land on your flowers and some of them are soil borne some of them aren't so you have to watch for these things and it's just a preventative thing and I know it does nothing to my plant it's harmless and I give it a couple weeks to to do its thing and then I, I feel more much more confident about cutting it down and not seeing any issues and I never do bud rot no matter how big it is gray mold none of that stuff so and that's just a uh, water and epsom salt and aloe vera you said aloe vera juice at uh the flakes is a different dose but if you're making aloe vera juice uh you want to get it from uh, it's best to get it from build a soil because you don't have all the preservatives that are in a liquid aloe vera juice right. so it's raw organic and it's sustainably sourced too so jeremy puts all this stuff together for us and he's introduced a lot of people to this these types of tricks and treats and so is uh rich at anbessa uh if you guys go look up anbessa organic he has uh foliar packs with aloe vera and coconut water all mixed together it's just like a probiotic goodie pack and uh hitting your plants with that and a little extra stuff to you know clean them and prevent any issues from maybe moving them around or people coming to help you stake or trellis or whatever uh rinsing your plants off is is a great way to boost up their SAR and uh, get their immunity up and and help them start out strong and then rinse all that shit off that may have come in your room. But if you guys are confident about what's going on in your room and it's clean or you just don't give a fuck, cool. <laughs> it's cool. But I, I, I like to maximize everything. And So when, when you're in the situation, because we're getting to that part of the show here. Yeah. We're going to talk about, and then we're going to take listener calls on how to solve specific problems. Yeah. Um, let's do another round of shout-outs, kid. Get them in the books. And on the first, first I want to shout-out Dope Magazine. Uh, big shout-out to Dope Colorado. Emmett came through earlier today, found my cell phone in his car, dropped yeah, it off at nice. the studio. That's a huge, huge, huge job. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, big shout-out Dope. Uh, they're doing big things great issue coming out uh, i'm working on a story for them for their november issue about the private prison industry here in colorado it's uh they're turning into a more serious type publication they're looking for more serious stories that are related to cannabis but not cannabis specific um definitely check them out if you haven't uh i think it's dope magazine.com uh and yeah, they have it a link ahead of time dick they have it in your state mm-hmm. thanks buddy oh wow i didn't know you were pulling that up good job kid i was kind of just riffing while you were getting ready that's awesome that looks good. Positive right. reinforcement. Thanks, buddy. Good job, guys. Uh, and, of course, big, big shout-out to Way to Grow. Uh, it's the grocery store we recommend. Drop the Adam Dunn Show code. Get hooked up. Uh, kid loves the candy. Kid, why don't you break down the flavors of candy they have? They haven't had anything recently. Damn Tootsie Rolls. Oh, yeah. no, you can't go with Tootsie Rolls. Well, uh, we understand that they've gone through some changes recently, so maybe that's affected the candy specifically. But uh, big shout-out, Way to Grow. You can check them out at waytogrow.net. They've got information resources. Uh, you can, if you're local, perhaps doing a big purchase, talk to them about delivery. 
Talk to them about a lot of options. Talk to them about custom ordering. It's waytogrow.net um, and way to grow seven stores throughout Colorado. Big, big shout-out, of course, to Build the Soil. We've mentioned them a trillion times, uh, and we'll keep mentioning them. They're, I don't know, Jeremy's great, the company's great, all their products are effective, they're all reasonably priced, they're generally, I think they're all sustainable, you know, uh, or as close to sustainable as possible. Uh, Jeremy's really conscientious, he's really doing it right, and we really like to support him. For sure. Um, He uses everything he sells. Yeah, he uses it, and you can see it on Instagram. You can see it on buildsoil.com in the blog. Yeah, you can see it all. Very aesthetically pleasing herb, and it it's su- like yummy, coats your mouth type of stuff. And that's the probiotic organic way is, is definitely a great way. Follow his system, and you will be impressed, and you'll know what really good, tasty herb should be, and you'll know what to expect when... You know, you're out there looking for herb or medicine, however you want to call it. But you you gotta you gotta know what the potential is, and that's a great way to really push it all. And other, otherwise, you can use a, a bunch of different systems and things and try to piece it all together. But that's for sure gonna impress you. We're gonna give a, another big big shout out to Incredibles Edibles, of course. Kid, can you get on the MIC and talk about all the BARSs? <laughs> Do you want to pull up the images first? Sure. Why are you being salty? Oh, are no, you announcing this bar with sea salt? I was asking. No, you know what they need? They need to make a sea salt nice. bar, though. Sea salt and almonds. Sea salt and almonds? Yeah, hey, Derek, the kids' salty balls. Sea salt and almonds. But no, they have Derek so many goes. different flavors. Uh, strawberry bar, blueberry bliss bar. Cookies and cream one's really good. I really wish they made that one at 300 milligrams because I think that's my favorite flavor. I like the monkey bar. They use real bananas. Yeah. Dude, monkey bar, coconut chocolate, real bananas, walnuts. That's an awesome candy bar. It's really, yeah. really good. And if you like the toffee, the boulder bar is the way to go. Um, during those special holidays, they have the firecracker bar as well. Um, that Makiba superfood bar. What you got here, buddy? Like nuts Glue. and oats. Glue. So they have so many different flavors, all raging in different milligrams. Gummies, pills, shatter. Whole nine, you name it. They oh, have what, it. and what do you think of this Incredibles Black Label? That's really good. I mean, I'm gonna dab was, some of it you too. Could definitely taste the CBD in it, but it was nice. Taste it, huh? I mean, I think it was a CBD strain there. Right Pretty there. sure there's no CBD in there, buddy. That's the uh, Jilly Irene Stomper. Ooh, that Irene though. Ooh, that Irene though. Right? It tastes like cherries. Maybe the enel's too hot. The kid has a theory off. that a hot face enel off. makes everything taste. No, like. I never said that about butane. No, just the rosin. Uh, Have the you rosin. seen some really good face off in your day, Mitch? I've seen really good face off from Fletcher. Yeah, Stream Man oh, also yeah. kills it with the face off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Fletcher is everybody knows he grows the dank, but uh, that's also not fair because it's his. Like he probably has all the experience with it. So. That's that's what makes it the most fair. The most fair. Joe, I think I need some Blue Dream Haze. I'm fading, man. You are? You need some up? What, I need some up. You been up with the kid or what? Uh, we got up at about 6.45. We uh, didn't get up too early, but I've been I've been grinding, as you know. Yeah. So, um... Proactive Mitch. <laughs> before I get the uh, next dab going, uh, let's also shout out... Oh, by the way, uh, Irene is Dred's favorite strain of all time, as I always oh, have Oh, we say. know. Yeah, I know, but th- I don't know if Announcement. the kid, I don't know if the... Hey, kid, he, didn't kid, he get you know, Irene? Somebody do you know gave Dredd? him Irene, right? Yeah, someone gave him Irene. Yeah, that's awesome. Do, do you know Dread? Yeah, are you serious? How much... Dude, you smoke too much. No, how would you know Dread? How the fuck would I not know Dread, dude? Are you kidding me? He just left for California like five months ago. Okay. Six at the most. You're not on Facebook. 
You never hung out at the lab. I never hung out at the lab. The last, the, I was at the lab almost every day for the last at least six months. Since last, I started coming around the lab like last May, last April, Cannabis Cup time. Okay. Now, not, not last one, the one before that, so two okay. Aprils ago. Okay. So, yes, take a dick. Okay. Take a dick. Anyway, uh, big, big shout out, of course, to Mary's Nutritionals, Elite Cannabis, MarysPetShop.com. They got CBD in every every form and fashion. They got the topicals. They have the patches, kid. Yes, they do. They have the remedy oil. I have a bunch of. I believe it's just the CBD patches, the ten milligrams. But they but definitely do have. They have the 16. gel pens. They have the gel pen on MarysPetShop.com too. I think. Yes. Uh, again, I can't tell you enough to tell others. Just tell people that when people say, "I heard about that CBD medicine, that hemp medicine, that whatever." Yeah, my Tell them you can get it from Colorado. They got the muscle freeze. Friends on that. Okay, Vaughn in the chat room wants to know who carries Guardian. He's already convinced. Email Joe. This box carries You can Guardian. email me, but if you want to buy it and get it to yourself right away, I'm waiting on samples. I'm only getting like 96 at a time, and it's going really fast because I have guys that use 16, 20 gallons each time they spray. But those guys that use shit tons of mix to spray all their plants they're loving this stuff they've been using it for a couple weeks and everybody's murdering bugs it works well it's not going to hurt your plants but if you want to buy some and you're serious you can go to guardianmitespray.com and you can put in the promo code organic and you'll get a discount that's what we need the, the promo code that's that's for now but i'm going to be able to get you guys long-term <laughs> deals on uh, all this stuff through me and I'm I'm in the process of setting up all of that right now. So right here in the very near future I'll be able to help you guys uh, with I can get you better deals and if you want to sell it I can help you with that too. Uh, I'm going to be distributing it. Hopefully we'll solidify that soon and I can start selling it myself and we'll get it approved uh all throughout the country, but it's approved already. Washington, Colorado, it's all good. We got we're on the <coughs> list. So, cool. if you guys run run gardens and either hit me up. Let's talk about specific problems, how to solve them. Big problems people are talking about is mold. You're saying it takes a lot of environmental factors to cause it. Let's say you've been negligent, you have the outbreak of mold in your garden. Or you just don't know better, which sure. is fine. What do you do? If you, what do you, as a consultant, Joe, when you're called into a garden that has mold, what do you do? First thing I'll suggest is... Uh, oh, talking to the mic. If first thing, sorry. First thing I'd suggest is uh, the biggest jump you can make in changing your environment with what you already have is adding odor champ. Because you put it into your HVAC handler... Or you now you can do it if you don't have an HVAC handler. There's just like a freestanding unit, right? Absolutely, yes. You and can so let's talk about for folks who tuned in late. Odor Champ is a unit. It highly it creates highly polarized ions in the air. Is that correct? Right. It's and it essentially radical. blankets your room with these radical ions. Yep, top and bottom. And depending on how big your garden is. Um, how and the, big the volume of your garden is. For folks is, who missed it, let's just explain what the radical ions do. Oh, yeah, sorry. Any uh, small things that are going to do damage to things are what are usually called free radicals. A free radical means that it has an open end. It could, it could stick to something in, the, in your body. It could stick to something in a plant. It can attract to parts of cells and get pulled in. 
And what these ions do is neutralize those, and they they lock up that open end. Right, pathogens. So it can't stick to anything. Pathogens, mold spore, odor, which are aromatics. Uh, it uh, will neutralize dust, pollen. If you have uh, intersexing <coughs> in your garden, or or you don't want seeds all over your garden, this will put a huge dent in that. Um, it's you can't open pollinate with this stuff. Really? Um, if you were to run an open pollination with one of these in the room? It's going to affect it heavily, yes. Really? Uh, so, basically, ba- basing everything on how much volume you have in your garden and how big of an air conditioner you have in those different sections of your garden or however fast it takes for your room to cycle all the air through that system, the air exchange... Depending on all these factors, you can determine how big of a unit you need. But we have 50 models, so we can essentially have a solution for every single application there is. We have these units in hospitals in Japan. They use this technology is patented, and they have uh, similar technology with water. So they clean water and take out pathogens and restructure it in some cases there's all kinds of really cool technology circling this company so um, i'm really happy to be able to work with them they they just got into the market here in denver so So if you have a fungus problem would it be helpful to let's say it's in the root zone would it be helpful to use their technology for the water too or is it possible to do that will the odor champ we're working on that right now that's a new thing because um up until now they've only been using their water technology which is water champ there's they have they hold a bunch of patents on these devices they've created and they use it everywhere from uh, cleaning fracking water and um they take uh polluted heavily polluted water in india for example they just defecate on the shore <laughs> and it runs into the river is that funny kid they just, they just shit right on the beach they, they, everybody they does fucking drop down and they fucking shit on the beach it's it's fun, but uh, the it ruins the water the supply. So a lot of these people are heavily dependent on this type of technology because it's very efficient. Shitters. It's super efficient for so. the beach shitters. It All right, Ken, pennies we're talking about serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, costs, it costs pennies to run this stuff. So they're, uh, you know, it it's it's like I said about the mountain air. A lot of people see that what it does to plants that mountain air that f- it's full of ions and. It's uh, it's self-cleaning. You bring that into your garden as opposed to air that's in the city that's polluted and it's low quality as far as uh, it's almost like uncharged air. It's just negative. So we put a positive charge and um, all these different ions have their place and they neutralize all these things that could potentially fuck you. So, so if you have a, a mold situation, you're going on to look into some sort of ionization probably the odor champ maybe you want to look in this water champ to get your water clean if there's a problem in your water yeah that's kind of a commercial thing and we're uh they're they're they recognize the value and i've been working with them and trying to help them get into the market and we are working together on a facility um i'm going to be helping them here in denver uh we're gonna hopefully be expanding soon we'll have wholesale flowers and uh we're potentially going to be processing our uh, extra material too, so it's going to be a whole branding thing with uh, some really fun stuff that uh, 
you know, either we've been breeding or stuff from friends all over the country. It's real cool to be able to to work with these guys. They're uh, they're gonna have like a showcase garden with all this technology, so you guys can come see it if you want. If any potential clients want to contact me, so so uh, let's talk more about what you're going to do in this mold situation you have these things to re- to mitigate the spread of the mold right the environment if it's if it's conducive to s- the spread of powdery mildew you have to think about uh ways to prevent it from taking hold and if you have to deal with these issues and you can't fix environment and engineering of your room um then you need to think about boosting your plants uh the SAR and just their immune system in general. So, all but once your plants once your plants are healthy, you're doing all that, but it still it still happens. Well, if you, if you, you see it showing tr- up, you need to be taking any contaminated leaves out of your room, and hopefully that you're ahead of the game here a little. But ultimately, if you have it on your fan leaves and it's spreading, then you have a big issue, and it's hard for people to justify keeping any of that plant. That's part of the problem. What would you do in that situation? You, can you keep it, or is it too late? Um, I mean, if you're at the point, if you're not doing something and it's showing up, I can understand it. But if you're doing everything you can, there's no reason for powder to be showing up. Yeah, kill it. And I see it. Co- I see it show its face in gardens that spray and don't spray, and I see gardens that don't have any powder at all and they don't spray. You know what I mean? It's just you have to. I need to know more about the situation, but really, if you're covering all your bases and your environment's terrible, it's like beating a dead horse. It's difficult. Um, it can be done, and you can use things like milk. You can use H2O2 to rinse off powdery mildew. But it needs but to be... It's it on a cellular level. And it needs to be like... Fr- you can't just go and buy whole deep milk from the fucking grocery store and spray it, right? Yeah, like you it can. It needs to be... Organic whole like milk. Fr- so that's what I mean. It needs to be organic. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't spray anything on my plants I won't drink. And I don't drink milk unless it's organic. Right. There's all kinds of weird shit going on. And it would, would it work better if you got milk fresh from a cow? Like le- like legitimate... Uh, I don't think so. A lot, like still, I don't think still that's living that milk. important. I mean, I don't know. Makes th- difference there's in probably yeah. There's it does yeah. It does though. Fresh cow I mean, milk is you've awesome. Ta- you've tasted both. Yeah. Well. Yeah. In porters that or stouts that have you know milk that don't have alternatives in it, so it's not like processed and then bleached yeah. and then yes. having the sweetener add to it, it doesn't taste as of course. As sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't know if it made a difference in if no. You use fresh well, milk the, or the the so whether you're using milk or you're using sulfur burner. Uh, sulfur is very harmful to some people. There's a lot of people out there that are allergic to sulfur. I hate the smell anyway. Yeah, it sucks. But if you have to use sulfur, you can change the surface pH of your plants with sulfur, and that's how you're um, ridding your plants of those spores. They can't survive. They don't have. They can't get a stronghold. But you have to rinse that sulfur off. So, really, that's. To me, that's a big pain in the ass. Especially, what if you have a uh, hundred lights, man? All the manpower, right? So, really, if you're going to build out a giant garden, you need to have the ultimate environment. And and now, if you correct the environment, let's say you've seen powdery mildew pop up, and you correct the environment, you get you get your ionization happening with the odor champ. Your water's clean. Is it just going to go away? I mean, it's. It's more complicated than that, for sure. If it's present on your plant's surface, then 
Well, you're going to cut. If, let's say you cut off all the exposed, all the visible, yeah, the, affected I mean, parts. It's not going to. You're not. It's not going to be able to spread. Um, there, the environment is what causes that to speed up and slow down. So, the the environment is the biggest thing, obviously. So, change, perfecting your environment, and there's a lot of different ideas of what that perfect environment is. And uh, I, I, from what I've gathered from all my years of experience. And the guys that invented indoor hydroponics, the Dutch, uh, these guys are as scientific as possible in many cases. They're using 79 degrees in flower when the lights are on and 71 when they're off. So it's like uh, 28 Celsius and 21 Celsius. Or 29 and 21. But uh, environment, temperature, airflow... Um, what about soil temp or medium temp? With the medium temp, you definitely want it to be cooler. Again, the ideal is dependent on the medium that you're using. Um, but in hydroponics, you're going to want that temperature to be a lot lower. So that's going to keep, because you're housing all that water and you're keeping it around and you have to condition it. Uh, so a lot of these guys are recirculating water for a week. So keeping the water temperature down is going to help you control all those bad things that I've been mentioning, all the pathogens that can pop their head up and ruin your whole garden. And when you're sharing water with a big group of plants, you have to be concerned about that stuff. So. How do you feel about, like, the air purifiers that people are selling now, like the Puridyme? That's our competition. Yeah. Odor Champ fills the whole room with stuff that's plant-friendly but still takes out pathogens and odor. Puridyme claims to be able to take pathogens from the other side of the room and pull it through their machine and then dump them out after they treat it with UV light, which is harmful to people and plants. The only thing, so. we, we had one in one of the, the gardens that I worked with, and it almost seemed like it did nothing but make the, the powdery mildew retreat. So instead of being visible necessarily on the leaves, the fir- this is the first time I've ever had it, the first place that I noticed... The, the mold was on the buds instead of on the leaves. Really, and it wasn't until we put, and it almost makes me feel like it's you know it's it's doing whatever it says that it's supposed to be doing it's on the leaves. Just not strong enough, right? So it's just saying, okay, well, we're going to get off these leaves where this this is happening, and we're just going to yeah. get in nice close to the buds. So I mean, I don't know how. I feel. And then there was another one that we were using uh, at a different facility that essentially was doing what you said. I put it on the outside of my room. It would suck in the air from inside the room, apparently from across the room somehow or another. Cycling all this room. How many? And it's a, like what four hundred cfm fan? Yeah, like it's, a like, fan. it's like a it's a computer fan essentially. Yeah, and look at how oh. how tall the ceilings are in most of these commercial gardens. It doesn't make any sense. They're not building a ceiling and making it smaller right. and insulating it, which is right. what what I would do. Yeah. If I I mean it depended on how big the garden is, but I mean we're our one of our friends is building out. Uh, 145,000 square feet. I'm not going to blast his name on yeah, yeah. on the airwaves, but dude, these guys are fucking on another level. And they're not, you know, they don't have walk-through um, tours through their f- like perfectly sealed garden, bringing shit in and out of it, and they're all going to be wearing lab, lab coats and booties on their feet. Right. You have to control all these things. They're they're outside, and in Colorado, they're thriving. Powders everywhere, fungus gnats, 
Uh, root aphid, winged root aphids are everywhere. So what do you do for winged root aphids now? Is that the Guardian? Guardian too, but you can use a lot of things. Um, Big Time works really well for on, on them, but it uh, uh, the jury is out on the eggs. So I don't think, uh, I don't, I haven't really seen um, a garden that I've been able to test it on yet, but with, uh, with Big Time it really does murder them. Guardian kills the eggs too, so half-strength Guardian. Um, <coughs> you can... Uh, I wonder if that's what I saw then and not fungus gnat larvae. I wonder if it was winged... Root aphids before they right. It could be either. And the way the you you can tell with the black tips. You on get a heads. sticky trap, and you look at the back of them. The the butt. They'll have two antenna coming out. If it's a fungus net, if it's a root aphid okay. adult, and if it doesn't have the two little antenna, Did then it's a. It was just a little. It's a gnat. almost clear. You can tell by how they fly too. The winged roof. The gnats like. And the root aphids, like vup, a little clear larva with a black pinpoint on its nose thing, and that was it. There was no antenna, nothing. Was oh, just a, like a little larva. It looked like it looked like if you had fucking what is it? If you like leave your fucking maggots, it looked like mm. maggots, but it was clear, and and it just had a little black. They, I mean, all of them had just little black pinheads right on the front. And that's where it was like moving around. So I'm assuming that was its head or whatever. It's probably an aphid. If I, I'd not, have to see it. It, was not it wasn't an aphid. I, I mean, it didn't have any tentacles. That's for sure. I looked at it. Under no, no. I'm talking about when they're winged. Oh yeah. Before they get so the wings. Yeah. So you can aphid, tell. That's how. You, so you don't have to dig through your dirt and look for them. You know, if you see them in there, there's a chance that they're they're populated in your garden. But uh, diatomaceous earth works really, really well. And if you have drippers, I like diatomaceous earth because it kind of puddles the water up on the top. You get, like, that crusty layer. Um, and you can run bigger pots if you have diatomaceous. But that shit works, man. It'll murder gnats. Um, but big time, knock them back. Really, the best thing to do is keep knocking them back. Big time works great. Guardian works great. But you want to prevent them from ever being an issue to begin with. That's... Just the name of the game. Prevention. Is this little fucker? Don't burn yourself on the email. It's probably a white fly. Oh, fungus in that water. Yeah, that's exactly what... It, that's literally exactly what the fuck it looked like. And it was gross. So, what are you doing for mites then? We've talked about mold. We've talked about your root aphids. <coughs> what are you doing for mites? You've told you me that you... keep your room clean and... Start with your propagation area and your keep your moms happy and clean. You're controlling air that's coming in and out of your garden. Boosting up all your plants' health. And then when they get to clones, when you take when you're taking fresh cuttings, take a big bundle of them and dunk them in a solution. That's something that you know that's gonna be friendly. And I do, I do Guardian at half strength or big time at a, and a low strength because they're getting in, completely engulfed in it it doesn't need to be as strong and big time especially can be pretty hard on small stuff but I know people that spray 120 mils of the old stuff and what would that be like 40 mils of the new stuff it's a lot stronger mm. and they don't hurt their little cuttings at all but if you have gnat or um, root aphid problems in your clones uh, propagation uh, domes or 
whatever you want to call them. Everybody calls them clones, but um, when you're rooting cuttings and you have bugs, you have to be able to control them at that point because you have to break the cycle. And it's a lot easier to control these bugs whenever you're spraying your plants. Um, the spider mites show themselves. It's pretty easy. They, if your plants are healthy, they're not going to spread too fast. But you have to really soak your plant stem under the leaf and, and do a good job. You can't just spray it and take off. It's got to be thorough. So if you're not doing that, you might as well just cut your stuff down and start over with something small that you can actually treat properly. So let's say you know you have you know, just a little room at yeah. your house. Let's say you, you know, you're running 12 lights. Just in your basement, you've built your own little secluded room. Small, right? Right, yeah, small, 12 <laughs> lights, teeny. And uh, But, I mean, like, what are the, if you go in there and you don't try to prevent – you don't do anything to try to prevent against – mold and you don't do anything to try to prevent against bugs in these conditions what are the odds that you're you're going to get bugs i mean if you if, uh, if in the winter it, and you're in the mountains you might not have a problem ever if you don't grow in the summer but um if you don't live in the mountains and you're just growing year round you're bringing air in and you don't give a fuck these bugs are thriving outside in colorado spider mites the blue spruce mite is a motherfucker because it's conditioned to Colorado. It just it comes in and out of your garden. It just doesn't give a fuck. Uh, green cleaner doesn't kill them. Uh, Guardian just destroys them at one ounce a gallon. The regular dose just fucks them up. Kills all of them and their eggs. EM5 and green cleaner and all these like more hardcore essential oil sprays a lot of them work. You have to fuck with all of them. But if you're not rinsing your plants off afterwards and you're soaking the undersides of your leaves and you're using it correctly, you're going to be clogging up the plant's stomata and it's not going to breathe. It's going to it's going to all curl up and die. And I've gonna, seen it happen a million I've seen it happen with big time. And you would you would taste that if it didn't die, right? I mean, if it made it all the way through Whoa. at that point. Oh, you're going to lose all your fan if it if if green cleaner if you're shaking up green cleaner and spraying it at two ounces a gallon and it's not fucking up your plants, then I I I Ow. commend you. Yeah. I, I think you So what are, are you rinsing it off with to make sure that you're getting it off? Do you need some sort of emulsifier? If I, ha- soap, if, I ha- if I bought a gallon of green cleaner and that's all I had or a big bottle and I and I had to use it, that's my only choice. Make sure you're shaking it up really well every time you use it so it doesn't separate and it's gonna stay good all the way to the end of the bottle. And if you're making EM5, same thing. It's got a lot of different things combined in t- in with an inoculant, and it's even better. It's probiotic. Green cleaner is just like soaps and oils and alcohol. But even if you use green cleaner the way it's intended and it's perfect and you drench everything, it's still not going to kill every bug. I've seen mites just laugh at it. Now you're saying the Guardian, You can can you actually watch it kill bugs, or it takes a little bit of time? The eggs take about 24 hours to all be completely ruined and, it, and, and what happens is the cinnamon oil breaks down the outside of the egg and then the oil and then it's smothered or destroyed I, by the no i think it's smothered but I, I don't know the exact mechanical process of killing the egg and i have to talk to them more about that sure uh, but and how does it kill the mite it's this thing's been tested and perfected over seven years time so this isn't anything new it's been around for a while it's perfected and they're ready to 
to launch it real hard. So, and um, you were telling me what's really interesting it's a is suffocant they, though. They don't mind everyone knowing the ingredients. No. What are the ingredients again? Uh, it's mainly sunflower lecithin, cinnamon oil, and uh, water. And so you could drink it. Yeah, and uh, what is it? Potassium sorbate or whatever, some preservative. You can drink it. You can. It can sit in a hot trunk and it'll be fine. It'll work. The cinnamon sometimes when it heats up, it will um, kind of change the white pigment. It's it's white when you get it, but if it heats up real like almost boiling, then the cinnamon will change the color of it because it just combines it and uh, it still works fine. And like I said, seven years so this guy's been doing the reason everything. the reason they're able to just give away the ingredients and still be viable is because it's not about the ingredients, it's about how they combine them, right? Right, right. So explain can you explain that? What not, that means? Uh, yeah, it's not how they combine it, but what Well, what, you can what you look at the that? samples and the oil s- floats to the bottom. It's just not normal. It's the way it's, it's like It is totally the true. The way all these ingredients are combined. I mean, it's, it's like a it's very special blend. There's a light milky liquid on top and then there's a very heavy oil that sits on the bottom. Oh, you would get like, you know, wood stain or paint or something like that. So that's would you mixed shake this properly. up, Joe? Yeah, I shake it up. So you'd shake it up like this. It, it'll se- the cinnamon oil separates out of it because of the way right. it's all combined, the structure of but it. But it'll recombine, right? After right. you shake it? Yeah, and once it's mixed up with a pump, it doesn't you don't get a film, it doesn't separate. So it's not like neem where you got to literally make sure your water stains. No. So now it looks pretty homogenous. It's definitely not like floating on the top it or the bottom. Great right, that's too. what I mean. And then now it's mixed together like, it's just like sm- kind of like paint. Like it I really does awesome. smell. You said like a chai latte. It really does smell. It's awesome. Can I drink it? You won't sure. drink that. Dude, smell this and tell me you wouldn't in, if you were tricked. Like, I won't drink it knowing what it is. But smell Does this. I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so. I've never drank it. Uh, so don't, don't drink it. You can't tell me you can't have I it. I can't say I would sure. definitely dilute it with water. But if you just smelled that and someone was like, oh, yeah, it's a chai shot. Throw it in your coffee. You would totally go for it. You wouldn't be like, oh, no. I don't know. That smells really weird, though, on top of it. Like, it does smell like the cinnamon. <laughs> That's the only face I can think of. Like it's just overwhelming cinnamon. Maybe even just yeah, I couldn't drink that. No, you couldn't. But it's like c- cinnamon cough syrup. Sure, it's like it's like cinnamon cinnamon syrup, like cinnamon it's oil. Crazy, I mean, just what it is. I, I don't doubt that I could drink this though. So I mean, it's <laughs> you're gonna shake it up like that. Oil, lemongrass oil, citric acid, and you're gonna spray it. That's it. You less it's in. Lechen. And then you're going to spray it for the mites primarily on the bottoms of the leaves and the tops of the leaves, right? You spray from the bottom up and then the top down. contact with everything. Um, And I think that holds true with all the other shit that people are sneaking in their gardens and spraying. This this really hardcore stuff that everybody has so much confidence in. I've seen it not work. And, you know, these bugs build up resistance, so it's not... Long term, it's not going to work. Right. This you can use over and over again. It's a suff- suff- suffocant. It uh, suffocates all the bugs and it suffocates the eggs. So uh, it. I know it works. I've used it. I'm a grower. It's made by a grower, uh, and this is his baby. It's perfected over seven years. So now, is this your knockdown or this is your eradication? This is both. This is maintenance knockdown. You can cut the dose in half for maintenance the plants love it so you don't have to worry about how many times you can spray it you can spray it as much as you want they love it 
And what do you are you using Doesn't any other products extracts. now for mites? Um, this is really like. Well, all I hold need, on, hold on, hold on. Back I, I'm, up. I'm listening. You off just all said these you things. just said doesn't doesn't affect extracts, right? Any kind of extracts? It's it huge. It wouldn't affect me squeezing it. No. How long it, till it, it breaks 100 down? One hundred percent breaks down and dissipates in two days. Oh. Two days. Okay. Right. Yeah, so look, look, dude. There's there's this tiny amount of cinnamon oil that's being delivered to the mite, and then. It just oh, dissipates. It. Yeah, you don't get a film. It's so if you're clean. doing, you know. So do you have to rinse when you're using the Guardian no, or no? No, no, no. So if you're in, and you can leave it in your medium. Doing a doing a you know a, a strong foliar feed or a nice you know right after you transplant you do a foliar feed for the next week or so every two days just to make sure everything goes well. You can just mix that in with it, and after two days it's dissipated and you can just have it again. You're not going to overcrowd the plant yeah, with too much. It's not going to mess with or, anything. Right, it's not going to yeah. hurt anything. Yeah. Uh, just you have to worry about the fact that it has oils in it, and so no anybody that agent. any of these guys that have experience in nurseries and big commercial gardens, and they a lot of these places are friendly to the environment and conscious, and they're not using these chemicals. And a lot of them are, but you don't have to, and that's this kind of proves that, and it's right. kind of a leg up for all these guys trying to get people to be more conscious of the chemicals they're pouring down their drain and the shit we're spraying on our fields and all of that working down into the waterways and this is a, an answer to it and we're I'm trying to be um, a big piece of the dent we make with this type of stuff and there's a lot of other things that can help plants be healthy and vibrant and yield well and uh, I try to bring all that stuff to the table for anybody that wants it. You know what I mean? So you and so you don't since you said there is oils in it, you don't need a wedding agent to apply. I would assume no SM ninety or cocoa wet or anything. Nothing. And uh, there was uh, one other question I was going to ask about it, but I don't remember. Chat room wants to know how do you get Guardian? Where do you get it again? It's Guardian Might Spray dot com. Yes, you can get it if you need to buy it. You can get it from Guardian Might Spray dot com and use the organic promo code. The code is organic. I'm going to type it in the chat room here and give them the promo code just in case they're... Sweet. But uh, if you email me, I will send you some samples if you can uh, just tell me about yourself so I can uh, try to figure out how to best uh, help you see the impact and utilize it. So just communicate with me and I'll... uh, Get the conversation going. Email me, and I'll I'll help you guys out. I have um, the duty. And and did you did you say that you, you by the duty do you mean the poop or the responsibility? The responsibility. <laughs> the response. I'm trying to help, um, and it works. I know it works. I've tried everything non chemical, uh, biotech, and some of it works, and some of it is just. I'm I'm complacent, so this is the best thing I've seen. I I just listed off like eight things you can spray, but I think this is the best. Sure. Sure. And so you're using this for mites, all mites. Thrips. Thrips, and you're doing one application, and then what? Forty-eight hours later, seventy-two hours later. Only if you have broad cyclamen russet, the harder to kill tiny guys that you need, you know, eighty times magnification to identify. 
So those guys are going to want to do a second application yeah, two they, days later. They hide they hide inside the plant in the apical meristem. So and the apical meristem is that top tip that's growing, right? Where everything unfolds out of. So the, the plant. you can't you and you can see it when there's an outbreak of one of those. You can look at the apical meristem and see that it's just destroyed. It, new right. growth is all twisted and. Yep. Of course, that you can look all that stuff. Huh. So, hmm. Well, I mean, I've just been recently exposed with with rips and stuff, and I I never would have. I mean, you can barely, you can't, you shouldn't say barely. You can't see them. The only thing, if you don't notice the little the like, damage. Well, they streaks. take over, man. Yeah, they take over. Though like, that's the first thing I noticed was it literally looked like a slug had like almost drug across my plant. Kind of, it was like that weird little oily just bloop, right across the leaf. I was like, what is that? And someone was like, oh, that's the rips. And I'm like, great, sweet, love. But, I mean, if you don't, I mean, there are lots of things that you can do to get your plants healthy enough to where this type of stuff isn't going to affect them enough in flower to really hinder your end product. Whether it's your yield you're concerned about or quality, hopefully it's both. But, um, I guess that that would be my next question. What's the latest you would say you would want to spray with this? If, I mean... You know what the latest you would want to spray with anything would be, but I mean, would, do, do you even want to spray this in flour, or would would you not recommend spraying yeah, this in flour? Yeah, I know people that I, that I've given it to in the last couple of weeks that have sprayed it in flour, like every two days because they just had spider mites explode in their room. They so bad they see webbing. Yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, but they're again they're um, the populations don't explode and go wall to wall in gardens when you have all your ducks in a row and good source of calcium that's hopefully chelated will help everything on a cellular level and using something like osa 28 with boron and silicic acid all those things together that's a big leg up on what everybody else is kind of gravitating towards right now. And you now. said that essentially just it's the backbone, the nectar for the gods, calcium. It just strengthens the cell walls so that things aren't able to penetrate it. So Silicic acid strengthens the cell wall. But calcium is a very important part to cellular health from the inside out. Okay. I wanted to take a moment to do some shout out, chat room shout outs. Big shout out to Spring Hill Jack and the Green Viking, both tuning in from Europe right now, dude. Nice. Wow. You know, like whereabouts in Europe? Spring Hill Jack, you're always in the UK. I feel like Green Viking. Fuck, I'm gonna offensively get this flag wrong. I feel like that's a Danish flag. Tell me, I'm an asshole if I got it wrong. It's not offensive if you get wrong. It is, and for for Scandinavians, it's typically pretty offensive. Um, Do we want to do some giveaways, or do we want to get on that now? Do you want to save that? I mean, uh, what What do you want to give away? We got 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 like half an hour left. Well, we have to. I mean, does he want to give away some of that Guardian? We can take callers for that. Sure. Um, I can give away a set of the Acme extracted rosin bags so we can take all Talk about those bags. What is the deal with that? They're just, it's a set of 25, 3 by 6, uh, 90 Do you need a press bags. to work with these? No. No, no, no. You can use these with, with your hair straightener at home. I mean, if you're pressing hash or key for dry shift or anything with a hair straightener, you're putting it through a screen anyway, or at least you should be. Flower, I don't use screens. Um, but with the, anything else, you definitely want to. So these are 3 by 6. They have the sewing on the outside because... Uh, stuff has been getting absorbed with people who are trying to put their stitching on the inside. It's been absorbing a lot of the yield. So we had them sewed on the outside. You can cut them 
fill it up, cut it to the size that you need it to be. Oh, big shout out to Colin Jackson from Scotland too. I'm sorry. Scotland. I'm, yeah, bud. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so will cool. will you send your extracted bags to across the Atlantic? I if feel like that so would just. Call you. I mean, like, yeah. Yo, sure. euros. Are you guys pressing rosin or what? It costs a lot of money though. Well, it's promote promote international. It's worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Get everybody and, on And it. those things are going to be light. They're not going to be heavy. Yeah, it's it's cheap. You can fit them in an envelope. I mean, it's only 20, yeah, 25. Have there been a lot of BHO yeah. explosion labs in uh, the UK that you guys have heard of? I don't know. Ask, are you, ask Spring Hill Jack. Ask, ask guys, are you guys making extracts out there? Are you pressing rosin especially or or extracting with solvents? I don't think they're, they are. Big on rosin, Colin Jackson in Scotland says. So I think rosin is sort of the thing that went international way more easily than butane extraction. It's just so much more practical. Literally, hair straighteners you can get from anywhere. Yeah, stolen tech. So I don't know what that means. It's stolen technology. From who? Anybody. Everybody. What? What? Ross somebody stolen from everyone? Somebody stole it from someone else who stole it from someone else who was the first well, person to ever do Ross. That guy is Rosin. fucked right now. You know, like everybody, <laughs> everybody got it's on so the bandwagon. God All right, now that we're ta- we're chatting with the chat room, I do want to ask everyone. Cool. Why don't you pull off the way to grow screen? I'm not on the way to grow screen. Oh, I must shit pause. I must shit pause. So nice, though. Nice. Why don't you unpause your shit? Why don't you guys click on the like button above Broccoli Head? Joe, put your... Budhead, whatever the fuck he is. I think he's there. Boy, the like button's about there, kid. Kid, are we getting it? We um, getting it? You're not getting it. We're getting it just fucking fine, though. Everyone else is getting it. Like button. It's this panel here, huh? Shit, I'm pointing at the wrong place. Everyone, you can't see it on that screen. It's there. It's right there. Click the Facebook like button. It's blue. It has a white cutout with an F in it that looks like mm. Facebook. It's so funny because you have the worst time, like, understanding that, like... Not the lag, I know. Just because know, you're looking I at it and you're talking, they're not watching that and hearing what you're saying. Like, once they see what you're saying right now, it's going to be all at the same time. I love it. It happens weekly. Makes me happy. I don't know what you're talking about, bud. Your confusion with the lag in real time. <laughs> no, no, I get it. They're not seeing what I'm saying right now. I'm not looking at the chat room. I'm looking at the picture. All right, then. So, yeah. Cool. Chat room wants to know what it, the garden feels like with you. Odor champ running. Does it feel different? It feels like crisp, clean mountain air, and it um, <coughs> the oxygen you're breathing is more readily available. It's easier to absorb, so you have to breathe. You don't have to breathe as hard, and your air conditioning units don't have to work as hard. So, all right, now we're gonna do giveaways. Lines are open. All right, what do they gotta do? Just call in. Yeah, we can just do number caller, right? Sure. I mean, what do, what else do we want to give away? Am I just giving away bags? You giving away? Do we have anything else to give away? I don't know. Uh, do you have any seeds? Where would all those fucking seeds go? There's something in the closet, supposedly a white box. I don't know what kind of what it was. I missed the first text. There is a white box. Is there anything cool in there? It's gotta be. We're gonna see what's in the white box in the closet. Since yeah, Adam's not here, you can expect it. this to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. <coughs> in the meantime, Joe is gonna give away some Guardian Might spray. Oh. What kind of t-shirts? Fuck it. Let's give away a couple of those. Give me two of those. What's that? So you didn't do it last time. They're, s- they're sitting over there. You can't say you did it last time and they're sitting over there. That doesn't make sense. They're still here. 
your part obviously wasn't mailing it, so this time we're going to make your part mailing it because you're good at it. I'll give you money to mail it. I don't know. Give me, give me a couple. Like two. Alright, what's the first one? And when, oh, they're calling already, kid. They just heard the word giveaway, they're calling in. You this said one, it. That one's an XL. Doesn't matter, just have them call and we'll tell them what size. What area are. code is that? Alright, they're calling. Alright, well, I'm hanging up on this person. You <laughs> dick. Well, they didn't listen to any of you even give instructions. Alright, well, Joe, how should they. Uh, what number color? That's all. Or they could answer a question. Or they get or a question from earlier in the show, like something sure. that you said that they had to have been listening to the whole show to, to listen to. So uh-huh. They don't have to go back. They had to have been listening. These are for black on black. We're going to have somebody searches. call in and answer a question? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you ask the question, and then we'll we'll take the first caller that has the correct cool. answer. Um, what... Uh, what nutrient is very difficult for plants to utilize correctly and um, mm. binds up with uh, with a certain other minerals, but the main thing is it helps keep cells and cell walls strong. We were talking about it earlier. Yep. It's a uh, big part someone, of Someone may be calling. Healthy yeah, plants. Well, that's that's not our problem. That's your problem. That's the same caller calling back. I'm working on it. Is that your mom? No, it's not. Mom, if you're listening, please call in. No. We'll, mom, we'll, mom, stop calling. Mom, if you call, I'll send you a pack of seeds for my private stock. Nice. Four, two, three. Ah, switch up. Or you're gonna give six, three, all the power. All right. Four, two, three. You're on the line with the Adam Dunn Thank show. You. Hey. What's going on? Hey, can you hear us? Hello. Hello, can you hear us? I've got my stuff off. I can't hear you. you oh, you can't hear us. You can't hear us over the phone. You can't hear us. We're trying to make it hearable. <clears throat> yeah, you should. You should be able to hear us. No, I don't think you should be able to hear. You can't hear us, kid. Oh, the kid. Fix it. Okay, I got you. He well, hears us now. No, no. I think he. I think. Are you hearing us live? Hold on. Let me just. I got it. He's definitely listening to the show, not listening to us. How long of a delay do we have? Yeah, like fifteen seconds. This is a little ridiculous. <laughs> All right, caller. We're gonna we're gonna cut off, and we're gonna ask you to call. Try to fix it and call back. I think we got a dial. Let's try to pick up. Let's switch over to 630 here. Oh, kid, we just got to pick up another call. Yeah, so he's listening to the sh- yeah. to the the show. He has his phone on silent or something. How long is the delay? The delay is he's he's like he's live. just he's just answered your question. He's live. All right, kid. Do you get? It's not it's not our problem, bud. It is because it's I'm pretty. I'm, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he's pretty got sure the soundboard out. He's you gotta pre- take it apart, see what's wrong. Pretty sure. Uh, did you did you cut the call at least? He hung up. Cool. No, yeah, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure the issue was that he. 
was not listening through his phone, but was listening to the show. He, t- he did it backwards. Oh, we're, still uh, we're still not getting any. T- oh, that's true. I'm looking Nothing. At the bars. Good. I'm glad you're looking at the bars. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're doing no giveaways. Microphone. We're gonna give it two seconds. Joe, you want to talk? Um. <laughs> this thing's blowing up. Yep. Everybody wants. They smell blood. Oh my god. Are we? Yep. See. Oh, there we go. Kid, fix it. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, let's just pick up the next call and see if it works. Call again. Call back. Call back. Call back. We're doing it. Should have worked. I didn't change anything. I know. I'm pretty sure it was on the callers end. Call back. Call back. Callers, we're back on. Call back. Kid, you forgot about the lag. But what's the? uh, What's the? There we go. Go ahead, you should, you should be able to hear him now. All right, can you hear us now? I can hear you. All right, that's what I like to see. All right, do you have the answer to the chat room? Or to answer to the question? Uh, the question, the, what he was saying what was hardest for it to metabolize or whatever, wasn't it calcium? That is correct. The answer is calcium. You want to keep it mobile. And so, so what does he win for? for so he's going to win a uh, sample of the Guardian. Go ahead and email. Yeah, I'll send you a couple gallons worth. Get, go ahead and email your mailing address to Canna Hort, K-A-N-N-A-H-O-R-T, at gmail.com. All right, I'll do it. All right, oh. thanks, bud. Awesome, thanks, Buck. Cheers, man. It's Buck. Right on. Uh, thanks, Buck. Thanks, Buck. So now, <coughs> we'll do... Uh, you want to give away some extracted rosin bags? Yeah, we can do some of the extracted Acme rosin bags. So we'll Extract do... Extract uh, me. Acme. Extracted Acme. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's that's Mark's company's name, the manufacturer's name. All right, who wants rosin bags? What do they got to do to get the rosin bags? Good. Um, let's Someone's got to explain to me the difference between the different stars of hash, because I don't get that. Well, that's just what they're saying in, like, grades, pretty Rating. much. I know, but how do you determine what grade it is? It's not. It's it, it's a made-up thing. So it's just whoever decided to make up that star rating, it's just however they fucking want to decide what's better star. There's yeah. no general standard? No, I think it's just melt quality, that's all. Melt quality, residue left on nail is So, six like, star. six is full melt, no residue. Smell your shit, greasy. Five is clear dome, but it leaves some residue. Right, four would probably be, be like, meh. Melts, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Three is, like, get um, soft. <laughs> but no, yeah, we can do, uh, we can get rid of some rosin bags, we can do... A get set rid of? Bags. You mean bestow upon some yeah, peasants? Yeah, I guess so, yeah, a set of rosin bags. Here, this person wants rosin bags. We Who's that? We haven't told them what we're going to do yet. you got to tell them. All right, you got to turn down. You got to turn down the, your speakers, listener. You're not eligible to win anything. All right, it's uh, down. All right, that's awesome. better. All right, <laughs> who, are we, who are we talking to? Uh, this is actually Nelson. Nelson, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Do we know Nelson? Hey, I just want to say thank you to you guys from Dark Horse Genetics, the Orange Cookies, and the King Banner. They're both rocking out really good in the veg right now. Nice. They're awesome. awesome. Nice. All right, well then I guess Nelson we'll won when he was doing the uh, animal voices. Oh, you remember okay. that? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, um, so let's. I mean, I guess we can ask him. Uh, you have, you have. Well, let's give him sixty seconds. Give him Rosin <laughs> question. Oh yeah. Does that have to be? Ro- I was gonna. He no, was, he no. Was up dark horse. We'll we'll do a. We'll give him a dark horse question. Oh yeah, sixty seconds uh-huh. to do what? You have sixty seconds from when I say go. 
to pull up and tell me what is in the Clown Shoes OG. Because I really like the Clown Shoes OG. Clown Shoes OG. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, right, wait, right, wait, wait. Ready? Go. You have 60 seconds. Alright. And that'll be at 32 yeah. on the mark, kid. And it's the Clown Shoes OG. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be accurate. Kid, you have to pull it up in 60 I seconds. I know half of it, I, I, and I think I know the other half, but I'm not positive. I mean, if he's gonna, if I'm able to do it, I'm hoping that he's able to do it as fast as, as I'm doing it. But he should shit. Uh -oh. oh man! So, I know it's half, uh, so oh, you, you got, got thirty-two have 30, seconds. You, have 32 you, seconds. you can't say the wrong answer. If you say the wrong answer, you yeah, lose. Yeah, you lose. So now you're out about twenty-five seconds. Oh shit! Uh, the website's down. Kids right. trying to pull it up too. Uh, yeah. You got it. Oh, oh yeah, I got uh, it. Uh, got about, I got it. Say it. You got f ten seconds. Oh, okay. All right. I'll give it to him. He got it in his ten he seconds. He got it. There's six seconds left. Awesome. Um. So yeah. Email. Email me over your shipping address and all your information. Where should? Are you really gonna ship it, kid? Yeah, I'm gonna ship it tomorrow. I have actually another winner going out tomorrow too. So just email your information to me by tonight. How do they email you? Uh, Ryan at extractedcolorado.com, and we'll get you over a set of uh of bags, man. Alright, very cool. Thank you guys. Cool, dude. No, man, thanks a bunch for calling in. We appreciate it. Alright, where are those right. black on black ADS shirts? We got, uh, so we got them right here. So we, what, we need, like, regular What's the first one? And the X, there's so many fucking XLs. Dude. XLs, pot growers are big guys. Lazy. XL, XL. Alright, XL. Here, XL. XL, well, Joe, here's one. XL. Sweet. Give me an XL. Alright, so XL, black on black, Adam Dunn show. T-shirt. Flag logo T-shirt. Um, what do they got? It's do the to flag get logo, right? Yeah, it's the black on black flag. What do they have to do to uh, to get this? Um, tell us where Adam was born. Damn, I I think I know. Call and tell us where Adam I'm was born. Positive, yeah, it's pretty popular. Yeah, we only have XLs, so pretty sure they only got XLs. Either get made. an XL or get an XL for your girl to sleep in, whatever. Or shrink you, it, uh, yeah, whatever. Shrink, no, but if you shrink it, it's not going to shrink this way. It's just going to shrink short, and you're going to have an extra large shorty. It's gonna <laughs> be weird. But yeah, what? Where was uh? Not just the state, the town specifically, because it's an right. important town. So right. Where he you was remember it now, right? I do remember. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to, but then it's obvious. And you learned it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. So if you're a regular listener, you should know. You should know where it was born. Especially because, again, it's not like it's an area of this state. It's not, yeah, it's not out. some obscure. Yeah. It's nice. No uh, one's got it. Calling? Oh, oh there we go. Is this the same guy that just called in? Sure. Let's see. Double dipping. Speaker's down. Come on. Yes, hello. Pocket dial. Who do we got? All right. My name is Miguel. Miguel, Miguel you got to turn, uh, turn your speakers right. off, homie. What now? Turn your speakers off. On the laptop. Or on your computer. Turn my speakers off on the laptop. Yeah, 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 yeah on your computer. Be able to hear it. All right, I'm trying to figure out right, Adam where his birthplace was. I'm looking at the favorite uh, Colorado Springs. Uh, no, Adam was not, not born, born in Colorado. In Colorado. That is not correct, Miguel. Uh, sorry, Val. Yeah. Like, not the first Adam, but you're Adam, though. Yeah, yeah. well, no, he is the first Adam. He's the only Adam. Sorry, Oh, you mean the Adam from the Bible? No, not that one. Our Adam Dunn. Um, so, yeah, so again, give a call in... To our Skype number. Try not Skype to just number? name a place and guess 720 it. 310 310 8237. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, and, and again, all right. If you can't name, if you can't name where Adam was born, we'll give hints. We'll give hints, but we. I think there's somebody that's going to be able to guess where. You're there going. was a big concert there. Yeah, it was a huge concert at this place. Now that's everybody's going to call in and just say now because that was too big of a hint. You fucked it up. Fuck. I'm sorry. But now your phone's going to blow up. Um. Yep. Yeah, but where was he born? Where was he born? You get a uh, black on black. Adam Dunn show flag T-shirt that the kids gonna ship tomorrow. Uh, apparently, I'm shipping the shirts too. Woo! All uh, right. Well, so no one got going. it even with so the big. So woo! I got an extra shirt. Who wants it? Sweet. Uh, yeah. I guess no more giveaways. Yeah. Not compelling enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. You want to call it? Yeah, that's. I mean, nobody's nobody's fucking calling for for the t-shirt. Nobody gives a shit about the t-shirt. People are just guessing. People are just. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking Woodstock, y'all. Let's. Yeah, Woodstock, New York, is where Adam was born. God damn it! Somebody's gonna call in now and be like, Woodstock. All right, let's give uh, an answer. A question that is easier for people. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. What? What? What were we? uh, No. That's not easier. That's not easy. That's freaking easy. That's easy. That's super easy. People remember that shit. Okay, what were we dabbing? What sh- they they said it was. Uh, I was know what quote? we were. Smoking. Wow, that was that was quick. New Jersey in the house. That has, this has to be for his birthday. Hello, caller. Who do we got? Uh, this is Mr. Miner. Mr. Miner, what's going on? I should have known by the nine oh eight. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? Um, so we gave away the answer to his birthday. Is that the one that you were calling for? Uh, birth city. Yeah, Birth City. We gave that one away already because nobody was calling. So now we have a new question. And since you're on the line, we'll give you the first chance to, an- to answer it, though. All right. What what uh, what strain is this Incredibles Black Label Shatter that we were dabbing on? It ends up being one of the listeners' favorite strains is crossed in here, right? So yep. But we're dabbing on a oh, on the specific strain of this Black Label. I mean, we did. We definitely did mention it. I tuned in late. Uh, what strain? I'll just take a wild guess. Uh, Orange cookies. Mm, nope. No. How about you guess where the kid was born? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I don't even uh, know where the kid was born. Nobody's gonna really guess. Is that your brother? brother. Uh, uh, Ambler, Pete. No. Um, uh, kid. I don't. It's in Delaware. Ca- it's in Delaware County. All right, Mister Miner. Get. Yeah, I'll give you one more. This is a wild guess. Guess what <laughs> town in New Jersey I was born in? Uh, the same. No, sorry. No, you're not Jersey, right? I'm. Uh, I was born in at St. Barnabas in Livingston, but I grew up in West Orange. In Livingston, yeah, I grew up in Roosevelt Park, neighbor. <laughs> so uh, you had no excuse yeah. to not guess it. All right, we're gonna take the next caller on this one. All right, black on black Adam Dunshaw shirt. Apparently, super limited edition because no one can answer these super we, hard we questions. We need one of the answers to either. What is this? What are we dabbing on? Let's give another question. How about name the three type of Really lethal eriophyid mites. And, uh, the, the, the small ones, ones, ones that. that what are the three bad mites that live in the apical meristem that you got to spray right. twice? So the three types of mites that we just we discussed. Three bad mites. Oh, there you go. Boom! What do you got the answer to? Uh, Irene. Oh. There is Irene in it. Irene That's in not there. the answer, though. That's, the answer. That's not There's the full answer. New question. There's too much lag. <laughs> uh. But it's all right. But it's okay. It is. Irene is one of the three parts. And we're gonna get you a T-shirt anyway. 
cool. So, uh, so why don't you just email uh, email your shipping info over to Ryan at extractedcolorado.com, and we'll get everything taken care of for you. All right, thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling, man. All right, well, uh, you want to... Right, here's oh. the caller for the other question that we just asked. Great, get that. What do you got the answer to, bud? The bug one. Do it. The bug one. Yes. <laughs> 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 what do you got the answer to? The bug one. Who's calling? <laughs> yes. It's Austin with Big Time Action. Oh, Austin, hey, what's, what's going, going on? on <laughs> it's a broad mites, russet mites, and... That is correct. Yeah! All right, so just email over. I got one right here. Email over your shipping info to Ryan at extractedcolorado.com, and we'll make sure we get this sent out to you uh, tomorrow. And, and look at the second one. I have both of them right here. And uh, Morgan Freeman is coming by the so, studio. So yeah, now, now he's got to do it because I'm the one shipping the shit out. So yeah, we'll make sure it gets to you tomorrow. I uh, have a much easier Thanks for calling job. in for doing the, the giveaways. That's enough. So oh, yeah. I, uh, he kn- he knows all about those books. I'm closing down Skype. He's next. Closing. He's shutting down the Skype. Skype is a closing. <laughs> all right, gang. So Wrap-ups, shout-outs, get the fuck-outs. <laughs> That's the plan. One final thing to the listeners. Thank you guys again for listening. Hope it's been eventful, informative. Eventful. Fuck, if you guys have questions, if you want to see specific shows, please, please, please email us. Otherwise, we just got to make them up. Or in this case, the kid's got to promise me for two straight weeks that it's going to be a Rosin and Hash episode. And then the I morning just, of the show, when I ask him if everything's ready, he tells me, ha ha, no, no <laughs> it's not. And I got to pull together a really cool show on short notice. So hopefully... Thank God it was Joe. good enough for you. So again, thanks for our in-studio guest, though, because if it wasn't for Joe, we would have been pulling together a really lame show by ourselves. With, Yo, with no Adam, no bike. So well, I'm glad g- to be here. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too, yeah, buddy. It's better when bikes here, like letting everybody know about the shit talking in the chat room. Mm-hmm. That's the best. That is the best. Keep us up to date. On his bike and his Boston attitude. So, guys, again, uh, follow us, follow us, follow us on live stream. Right now we have 714 followers. I'm trying to get to 1,000 followers. This is fucking tasty. Whatever Super that, tasty. Yeah. Doctor Who. That's the Doctor Who. Super tasty. 30% THC or whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. Adam Dunn has been commenting not in the chat room. That's super funny. Allegedly. <laughs> so Adam's watching the show. Allegedly. And it just says, Adam Dunn, lowercase d, and yeah, he's posting in response to the first post of the day. But uh, So big shout out, of course, to Adam Dunn. Yeah, Hopefully Adam. things are awesome in Cali. We got the My, My Pellegrino beat, too. Did you hear that? You oh, sent it to me. I sent it to you. I did hear it. You, so, are we going to drop it? Uh, world premiere? There is going to be, after our shout outs, the world premiere of My Pellegrino beat by, by MC, MC Dunn. Dunn and Dunn. Featuring NYC. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got shout outs, Joe? Yeah, I got shout outs. Uh, shout out to Austin Sherman and Austin Jones, the two Austins, both hitting me up right now. Um, and uh, I want to say shout out to my lady, Allie. She's like the the backbone to keeping me keeping it all together. She's the shit, and uh, she is a good mom to my four dogs. <laughs> but uh. I appreciate being on the show, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Kid, shout-outs? 
before I give them real quick, he has multi. Have you clicked on the more stuff? He has other things. He's made other ones that he hasn't sent us, and they're on here. What are you talking about? Other songs. Oh. He's just sent us Turkey Burgers and Drop Top, but there's one called Agency and one called Dub Hall. So, Adam, I will be listening to these. And I've listened to Dub Hall. So, yeah. is he good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, shout outs to uh, my beautiful, loving girlfriend. I'm going to do it so that you can't say shit. Brittany back home, taking care of our two pups, Kilo and Duke. Shouts to the family. Um, everyone at Dark Horse Genetics, again, congratulations on the license. Can't wait to get working. And, uh,. Thanks for everybody who listened today. Can't do it without you guys, so thanks a bunch. Of course, I got to send much love. Shout-outs to my remarkable and supportive wife, Reese. Got you there, kid. Still have other words. I <laughs> uh, get so mad. He's like, those are the only two fucking words that describe amazing how I little feel. It's like you can't, you can't articulate how you feel other than those two words. Amazing little it. baby Farron, who's not really baby anymore at all. I got to say, amazing little kiddo Farron. Who's like talking up a storm, she running around. That's awesome. She goes through. She has her routines now. She's like a person. Um, She's like a person. She's, She's a not person. a baby anymore. She's a little person. Uh, everyone says great show. So uh, chat room, thanks all you guys for tuning in. Much as love always. chat room. Yep. Please, please, please click all the likes and the links and the followers. Look, guys, that's how we get sponsors. That's how we get to keep the show going. That's how we get to make it cooler than it is. Like, right now, it's pretty cool, but we have some really cool ideas that we want to throw in the mix, and that's going to take a little more support, and that's going to take a little more. Once we hit a 1,000 followers on live stream, it'll really give me a little leverage to make some shit happen. So tell your friends. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. AdamDunnShow.com. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Drop that beat. Drop that Pellegrino beat.